All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on back to another brand new episode of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 26. And I am very optimistic that on this episode, we're going to be uh, here having a couple of new listeners on the podcast. If they stay after this episode, that's to be determined. But I have a feeling that we at least get a couple of new views tonight. I'm very optimistic. We'll get all, you know, we'll get into that very shortly. We have a lot of other topics to dive into, a lot of MCU news, uh, some Yellow Jackets, a couple of other TV shows, and then a big animation, you know, kind of a segment to close it out tonight. We're going to be reviewing both Mario Brothers and Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, before we start shifting through all that, as per usual, let's go around the horn real quick and find out who we're talking to. First up on the ones and twos, the human soundboard himself, Papa Los. What's going hey, on? What's up, baby? I'm feeling good. Could be back. What's it been? Over a month? Uh, I think it's been right around a month. We took an extra week. I was going to do a show last week, but we ended up pushing it a week because we wanted to see Spider-Verse first. So it's been, I think, four. We're selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Saving up a lot of good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was a... Before Spider-Verse, it was kind of... I didn't really have enough for a full show, but that was the kind of thing that pushed us over. But uh, then my co-host for this evening, you guys know him very well. He's the aficionado of all things Westeros, Mr. Lucas Klein. Luke Baby, how we doing? Doing great, doing great. Good to be back on uh, this side of the camera here, and uh, yeah, got a lot. It's been a real while since we've talked to you, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think the last couple times I've been on, I've been uh, behind the producer okay. station there, but um, yeah, been I a mean, little while. Right? We're missing, hey, we're missing the, the West Rose stuff, you know. That's my. That's, that's true. Hey, Luke, true. you're back on the camera where you belong. You're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. I will say, uh, I just came off a back injury, and I am. I've been brushing up on my Star Wars big time, so I'm working on catching up to. Mitts and his uh, Star Wars. Uh, oh, okay. Gonna yeah. have a little rival debate or something. I mean, I'm, he, he's still ahead of me, I think, but I'm I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Yeah, I don't think he's seen any of the animated series, so you're gonna have a big upper hand there. I know you've been diving through those. Yeah, I've been I've been like really taking a closer look at that, especially with uh, Ahsoka coming out. Yep. And uh, I've just loved Mando so much, and Andor was so good, and I don't know. It's it's just making me more curious about the whole whole universe, and it's a uh, it's a lot cooler than I thought it was. Honestly, I thought. Yeah, no, Clone Wars is pretty dope. Yeah, no, it is really cool. There's a lot of like episodes that are kind of almost like useless, but there's so many of them, so it's like not surprising. But there's a lot of good ones. The battle sequences are awesome. For sure. Even if they're animated, they're really, really good. Yep, and so many good characters and, yeah, like actual storylines, even though it's like, you know, kind of a kid's, kid's show initially. Right, yeah, 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 but yeah, it's sure. it still settles a lot of the big stuff from the, the big oh, movies yeah. and fills in a lot of the gaps and... Excited to see see what they do here with the new Ahsoka show coming out. That's, I'm very that's in August for Ahsoka. Ahsoka looks really good. Yeah, that one, yeah, that one's August. We have um, Se- uh, Secret Invasion coming up in like two two weeks. Yeah, that's coming quick. Awesome. Very excited for that show. Gonna be definitely reviewing that one. Very excited. That's gonna be Wednesdays. I think it's six episodes, and they already said it's all gonna be like roughly an hour long. So love that. That show looks intense. It does. I'm ready for it. Um, so first things first, uh, like I mentioned right off the top, hopefully for a couple of new listeners, that is due to an awesome experience that I was able to have lately. Uh, super lucky. Not this last Friday, but the Friday prior. Uh, I was able to go on one of my, not one of my, but my favorite podcasts. Um, a guy that I've been listening to since I was actually in middle school. Uh, in high school, I used to do that old trick where you'd run the headphones down your sleeve oh, yeah. and pull the whole like this thing. <laughs> Figured you'd be one of those guys. Oh, yeah, big time. So that I could listen to him at the moment. He was, I mean, at that time, he was at uh, WEI. He was mm-hmm. Morning Sports. Uh, Kirk Minahan, I was addicted to him. Just his, you know, like, wanted to constantly debate. 
he Pick didn't want yeah he didn't want to do like just a suck up interviews he wanted to have on people that had a different opinion so that they can you know have a real conversation see each other's viewpoints and you know what i mean hash it out i got addicted to him like i said i've been listening to him forever about five years ago he left wei he moved to barcel sports and like i said uh not last friday but the friday prior i was lucky enough to go into his studio and co-host an entire episode of his podcast with him so cool yeah it was literally a dream come true i don't have many moments like that but it was it was a dream come true a guy i've been listening to my whole life and i was sitting like 15 feet away from him just like shooting the shit having a conversation yeah creating and content with him like that's exactly that's so cool. yeah yeah for real and it's on you know like i said it's on fucking barstool sports now which is pretty much the biggest you know podcast industry you can have they have so many you know between part of my take and kfc radio and etc but it was just awesome you know what i mean like i said it was a dream come true going into it i was just kind of hopeful that i wouldn't do a bad show that was like my only thing is i wanted to do a good show i didn't want to talk too much i didn't want to not talk enough I wanted to just, you know, fit into the flow of the show, which I honestly, I thought very, I thought I did pretty well. Uh, and then I also wanted to hopefully be invited back, which I haven't been invited back yet, but they mentioned it on that show. And then the next episode after that, they would probably have me in again. So I'm hopeful I would return. So cool. I didn't catch it on the next episode after. That's cool. They, they brought you up again. Yeah. They were talking about the uh, quote unquote yellow shirt guy over again. Yeah. But they, uh, <laughs> they quickly mentioned me again that they would like to have me on. I was lucky enough to plug the podcast a few times. It was cool. You know yeah, I mean? he was asking so. all kinds of questions about Cinema Lord, so that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was nice. To, like I said, hopefully got a couple new listeners. Like I said, hopefully they stick around. But uh, it was really cool. You know what I mean? Just to be diving into this shit, like, you know, almost it'd be a year and a half ago now when I started at Heron's and then doing our own thing here now, which is already almost coming up on a year. You know what I mean? It's been 10 months now that we've been doing the Cinema Lords, and it was just cool to be able to do something like that you know what i mean i bet yeah no i i'm super proud of you dude like happy for you that's that's like you said a crazy goal that you like set for yourself and like you reached out and it made it happen that's, yeah. that's an awesome thing yeah it was hope fun. it turns into something else for you that's that's even if not though checked off that awesome achievement yeah for real it was a fucking it was an awesome awesome time it seemed like they want you back like you said they brought it up at the end of the that episode and then next day as well so Let's hope so. Let's hope I personally so. loved it. Obviously, I'm biased, but I thought it was awesome. And I thought you put yellow shirt guy six feet deep in the fucking dirt. <laughs> he did make me look good. Yeah. Sure. He definitely made me look better. Now, you looked, you looked very natural, though, in my personal opinion. So I thought you did a good job. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no. Like I said, it was a great time. And honestly, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, so it's obviously different because, like I said, I've been idolizing this guy for so long. And to be in that studio with him right there, that was obviously much different than what we do here. So, like, that part of it was very different, very intense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was saying to Los right after the show, I was like, as far as the actual show, like, dynamic, and once it started getting flowing, I was like, this is way easier than what I normally do. Because all I had to do was really just chip in when I had something to say. Right. And otherwise, I was able to just kind of sit back and listen. Which, I, like I said to Lois, I was like, compared to like just trying to host and, you know what I mean, control the conversation and what we're shifting to for two, two and a half hours, I was like, it was way easier from that standpoint, you know what I mean? For sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, they weren't like super analyzing anything like like we do here. No. It's yeah, just, yeah, Just kind of sure. like, it's just fun chit-chat, Yeah, you know? I feel like this put me in a good spot for it, though. Yeah, and you were fully up to date on all the stuff they were talking about, stuff oh, that yeah. seemed inside conversations to, to me, at least. Uh, you were fully up to date on and that, that helped you jump in when you needed to yeah like i said my favorite podcast for sure yeah but uh if any of you guys haven't checked it out may 26 kirk minahan show youtube spotify itunes check out your boy oh yeah kirk 
Yeah, it was awesome, 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 awesome. Uh, from there, though, let's get into the let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the reason why we're all here. Enough sucking my own dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of MC new, uh, MCU news. A lot, a lot, a lot of shit. Some of it small, some of it big. Uh, but I just wanted to throw it all out there, see what you guys thought. First things first, Captain America 4, going to be the first time that Anthony Mackie's going to be getting his feature movie as Captain America. We changed titles from New World Order, which I really liked, to Brave New World, which I don't love. Hmm. Not going to lie. New World, Captain America, New World Order. I feel like fits too, because we have a new Captain America. Right. Brave New Worlds, I don't know. I don't yeah. love it. Seems kind of like pocahontas <laughs> It actually kind of does seem yeah. Pocahontas-y, actually. That's a good call. I like that. I don't know. Just not my. I don't know. I think it's a little right. bit of a step down. What do Can, you think? Step my, up. Step I'm putting down. my tin, tin my tinfoil hat on. And I'm saying that the New World Order doesn't want you to know about the New World Order. Hey, I love that. Shout out NWO. Dun, dun. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. I, I don't really. I'm I'm unbiased to this. Just change. I really don't care. Like doesn't doesn't do anything for me. So. Hey. It sounds we, like they're uh, trying to. They're like shying away from the militaristic title. That's. I don't know. It seems like they're just trying to be PC. Maybe. Yeah, that could be true. I, I can know. see that. Uh, we also saw a couple of cool things from just like shots on set. It looks like Captain America's gonna be rocking a second outfit. We saw his white outfit that he got at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is a pretty dope suit. Uh, but we saw some shots, and it looks like he's also gonna be getting like the traditional blue kind of like Captain America suit. Nice, which I think people will be pretty pumped with too. Nice. I like uh, I like the interchangeable shoots though, kind of like what Spider Man does. Right. Big fan of that. Right. Different suit for different occasions. Or get an upgrade. Looks yeah. different. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we also got the first look at the new Falcon, which he was also in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, so he's going to be a big part of this going forward as well. I'm excited for Captain America. Though. Who's replacing Falcon? Uh, I, I, I didn't watch I that show. His, oh, you know, uh, so he was like a, he was in the military, uh, but he worked with Falcon a little bit, and he was kind of like you could tell he was like a big fan. They had a couple conversations. You could tell he like really idolized them. Mm. And Falcon's like wings. I don't know. How, I can't remember how exactly, but they get destroyed. I don't know if it's by. The new Captain America, or if it's during the flight scene in the first episode, but he basically like kind of throws down basically his his broken wings, and he picks them up and he's gonna mm-hmm. he fixes them all up and shit like that. Cool. Yeah, so he's gonna be a big part of things going forward. Cool. Um, but excited for that movie. I'm excited for that. Harrison Ford. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. A lot of rumors coming out of that too nice. about like, some cameos and shit like that. Uh, from there, let's go to some bad news. Thunderbolts and Blade. Both indefinitely paused due to the writer's strike. Obviously, delay is coming. Pay him. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Dude, I mean, they should you... just take Blade at this point and just do a fucking Kobe. Fucking Kobe! Right in the trash. <laughs> Blade has been suffering on a lot of fronts. This is just the newest one in that fucking long Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And you have to imagine, if these are getting delayed, that means all the other projects are going to be getting delayed along with it. You know what I mean? Which I already thought it was kind of weird that the Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty like uh, release dates were already like put up, and I was like, I feel like this is wicked short. I feel like this is like basically like the end game for this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, we haven't done like that much, and I'm saying there's not like that much left to go. Yeah, that is weird. You know what I mean? The first phase, you got friggin' three Thor movies, you got three Captain America movies, you got three Iron Man movies. This you're gonna have just like kind of one of a bunch of different characters, and that's about it. Doesn't sound too good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Seems like yeah, maybe it just isn't their you know finale. I guess it's just that could be true. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's possible. Right. Carrying on with the writer strike, Deadpool three is gonna just like plunge through with uh, filming. 
The only problem is, due to the writer's strike, they have to literally film the movie to the like script, like to the word. Uh, Ryan Reynolds can't do any of his improv. Um, but apparently, I was reading that once they get to post, they can do almost what they want. Like he'll be allowed to ad lib in whatever he kind of wants to do. Okay. So that seems like a little bit of a back way through to this if the writer's strike's not you know set in time. Okay. Uh, there's also some cool shit. A lot of rumors coming out, but they've been from like pretty legit sources, like the X Men account on Twitter with the blue check and all that shit. They even posted it as well. But Holly Berry, uh, Famke Jensen, and James Mosden are all rumored to come back as Storm, Jean Grey, and Cyclops. Cool, that's a good combo. Love me some Holly Berry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Jean Grey, come on, give, give her some love too. The Phoenix. But yeah, Holly Berry, elite. I've seen a lot of rumors about this movie as far as cameos, people coming in and out, dropping in and out, which I wouldn't be surprised at all. Even in the Deadpool movies now, when they weren't attached to the MCU, they were already doing a bunch of like MCU-related jokes. Yeah. Especially the second one. There's like three, like three Thanos jokes mixed in there and shit. Hmm. So I'm very excited for Deadpool 3. But that first, when I first found out about the improv thing, I was like really worried. I was like, Jesus. I was like, that seems bad. You know what I mean? Right. That's where all his... like. Quick humor comes from. Like yeah, all those just crazy shooting lines. off the yeah. Just running through things 20 times, and every time just shooting from the hip, just whatever yeah. feels right. That's how a lot of our best comedians do all their movies, right? For sure. Yeah. Vince Vaughn, Wedding Crash, one of my all-time favorites. They said they did like 70% of that movie is all improv. Awesome. Yeah, which that movie is, like I said, one of my all-time favorite. I think like that, Super Bad, Old School. Those are my like three favorite comedies of all time. It's a good trio. For real. It's a good trio. Top notch. Top notch. Uh, but I'm wicked excited for Deadpool 3. Like I said, I think there's going to be a ton of cameos in that shit. People yeah. are going to be popping in and out like crazy. Yeah. Uh, I still think number one was better than two. But, um But they're both great. Yeah, awesome. But uh, yeah, the first one just like caught everybody off guard, I think, just because it was so so different yes. and new and sure. yeah, breaking the fourth wall. And people just had like the little expectation of what we saw from Wolverine Origins, and it was just like awful. It's also Ryan Reynolds, you know what I mean? So it was so yeah. weird to have him like back in something totally... Unrelated to that, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And then he killed it. So it was. Yeah. Like, this wasn't Ryan Reynolds' fault. This was fucking your guys' fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that is awesome. I forgot he was at the. He was like the Weapon X, and and then that. We mentioned it the last movie. episode. That movie, yeah. the uh, Wolverine Origins, yeah. was during the writer's strike. The last writer's strike. <laughs> right. Coincidence? I think not. Yeah. Didn't didn't let Ryan Reynolds talk. Exactly. Yeah. You lose. Yeah. <laughs> they do that. Uh, it's like in the end credit scene. A fucking. I think it's Deadpool two. Ryan Reynolds is going back through time as Deadpool, and he goes to himself, and he like shoots himself in the fucking head like, two or three times. I think. <laughs> I think I remember that. That's great. <laughs> I think he says something to Wolverine too. He's like, "If I ever call you for a movie, like make sure you say yes or some shit like that." <laughs> uh, but very excited for Deadpool three. That one's gonna be awesome. Glad that MCU is gonna be keeping the R rating, which is gonna be interesting. You know what I mean? Because obviously, to now, it's always been somewhat kid friendly and shit. Right. That one's gonna be off the handle. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. Hopefully, they go all in. Don't hold back. I think there's going to be a lot more of that. I know, like they said, Daredevil, I think, is going to be kind of like M-mature rating. And I know they're bringing in uh, Frank Castle and the Punisher back, too. So that, I mean, has to be M-rating. You know what I mean? Right. Cool. Yeah. John Barenthal back, which he is. I don't know if you watched The Punisher on Netflix. I haven't. I know that actor, though. God, he is fucking awesome as The Punisher. Yeah. yeah. He, really he, is, he is a good Punisher. I yeah. love him as a Punisher. You watched that series. Daredevil, right? on the other hand, I'm kind of out on Daredevil. I'm not going to lie. I I'm hoping that the MCU season. Oh, dude, horror. a lot of people love the Daredevil series on Netflix. Like, love it. Which, me and you watched some of it together and both of us, not big fans. So I get what you're saying, but I hope that the MCU can... I, I, honestly, She-Hulk wasn't great, but I actually liked Daredevil's appearances in She-Hulk. You know what I mean? Yeah. She-Hulk was okay. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but it was alright. Um, 
so they're wiping all the Netflix Daredevil stuff that's not included? It or? seems that way, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it definitely seems like that's not going to be tied into what we're doing now. Okay. But excited for that series, too. I think that's another one, though, honestly. I think that one might be getting delayed by the strike, too. Yeah. Is that going to have kind of like the comedy twit like feel that She-Hulk does, maybe? I don't think it'll be that high like no. that. No, no, no. 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 I think more, more rated R. Yeah, okay. yeah, cool. yeah, for sure. I it's just weird that, that he, he's such a... Know, like funny kind of light character kind of in, in she-hulk, she-hulk yeah. yeah well she-hulk that whole that's like the whole feel of that whole show right even the scary stuff is not scary <laughs> yeah uh from there let's go to fantastic four supposedly they have finished casting again these are rumors but they've been pretty well backed and honestly i'm not gonna lie before i read them off i don't like them i really 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 don't like them we have adam driver as reed richards margot robbie as sue storm paul mescal as johnny storm and then David Diggs as Ben Grimm. Uh, David Diggs hasn't been in too much. He's the lead actor in the Snowpiercer TV series. I don't know if either of you guys have checked that out. No, I love that movie. But the movie was awesome. Yeah. I watched the first like six episodes of the show, and it just like it wasn't nearly as good, and it kind of lost me. And honestly, I didn't love his character in the show. Hmm. So I'm kind of timid about him. I'm not the biggest Adam Driver guy, but I just feel like Reed Riches. That's not. I don't buy it. Maybe I'll be wrong, but. I love Margot Robbie. Even even that one I don't love, though. Yeah. Like, I love her as Harley Quinn. I think she's good at that, like, goofy almost kind of vibe and stuff. Sue Storm's a very different character. You know what I mean? She's almost kind of, like, stuck she's, up. She's a way. scientist, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You're going to doubt Margot Robbie, though, at this point in her career? Come on. I don't doubt it. I just, I don't she's, know. She's a fucking stud. Yeah. I don't know. I just wish she it was, was Krasinski and Blunt. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. That was rumored for a while. And then yeah. after the... Oh, yeah, he was in... WandaVision. No, not WandaVision, I'm sorry. Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse. Wow. Yeah, the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, they've been putting the multiverse stuff in every movie now, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have liked... I would have really liked that. That was a crazy scene. How, how can they switch away from him? I guess because it's a multiverse. It's a multiverse, so exactly, yeah. Okay. So he's just one Reed Richards and however many. Gotcha. Which also, by doing that, gives them a perfect out, another perfect out for the whole Kang thing if they have to recast. Which we're going to mm. talk something King related in a minute. Yeah, that sucks. He's getting so much bad stuff right now. Exactly. I don't know much about what he did. I just know that the fallout's bad. Oh yeah, it's getting it's getting worse. Yeah, it's definitely getting worse. Uh, but Paul Mescal, I haven't really seen much of him. I know he's going to be in the new Gladiator movie. He's going to be the lead. I know he was in a couple of artsy movies that people really liked. Hmm. So I haven't really seen much from him. But I don't. I don't know. Maybe he'll be a good Johnny Storm. But what else is he in? There were. Like two or three. I know that they did well, but they're all, like I said, they're all artsy movies from like small little, you know what I mean? I don't even think they're like not even so small. I probably wouldn't recognize movies. them even. Yeah, you can look into it. Like I said, I know he's the lead in the new Gladiator movie. I haven't seen anything that he's in yet, which is probably on me. But I don't know. I just, these castings didn't do it for me. And again, these are just rumors. So these could not be true at the end of the day. But like I said, they were coming from pretty legit sources. So I tend to believe them. And the announcings for that have to be coming soon because Fantastic Four is not far from being down the road. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any I just, stuff either. I don't know. I'm also in all like so, like we were just talking about like Deadpool and a lot of cameos and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised to be an awesome move if they bring Chris Evans back as Johnny Storm. Right, I forgot he did that too. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Blaze. Sorry, not Johnny Storm. Uh, Johnny Blaze. Yep, that would be awesome. That'd be wicked. Even like I said, even if it's just like a cameo, that'd be wicked cool because people would go nuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People didn't really like him in that role originally, right? I mean, that movie is just kind of... It's kind of... It was just a miss. Yeah. I, honestly, I didn't think... I actually, I thought he was pretty good, in, to be honest. 
Yeah. That's when he was so much younger and he was kind of more like arrogant, kind of he was better at being cocky and stuff. Now I think it'd be almost weird for his character because now I feel like in everything he's always like the, you know, like the straight up guy, the captain guy, like Snowpiercer even, you know what I mean? He's True. the leader and shit like that. Right. I feel like that's what a lot of his roles have been like now. There was uh, Knives Out though. I feel like he was that exact yeah. person in Knives Out. That's true. Like good pompous, call. cocky. Good call. That's yeah. Good call. I think that'd be great, though, especially if it's from somebody that we've already had in the MCU. Say if it's like, I don't know, whatever. Say if it's like Ant-Man or whoever, and they see him, they're like, oh, Cap. And it's just like, who the fuck's Cap? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that'd be hysterical. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Castings, I don't love it. Like I was just talking about with Kang, Loki season two, we got the premiere date, October 6th. I saw that... The MCU, Kevin Feige basically told everybody that's in Loki season two during the promotions to specifically not mention Jonathan Majors at all. Mm. Just like don't mention his name, don't talk Dang about, me. don't talk about anything, don't talk about his character. Basically, just like blow past it. Mm. Which obviously Kang's going to be a big part of season two. You know what I'm saying? Even in the trailers, we've already seen him and shit. It sucks. So that is another bad sign. I feel like for the Kang character. Yeah, I, I just heard other secondhand news from someone that they were writing him out, basically. It like, seems like they're going to yeah. have to recast. It sucks. Which has only been very few recastings in the I mean, MCU. Is he, is he going to jail or something? I think it's just like I don't even know if he's going to jail, stuff, right? but yeah. The thing is is that the the allegations against him looked really bad. Then the girl <laughs> is supposedly going to like basically save him, but then her text messages were like... They got leaked online, and everyone saw them. They're like, yo, this is just like brainwashing 101. Like, Damn. And then a bunch of other girls came yeah, out. Cool. Yeah, a bunch of other girls came out, just like fucking like the Tiger Wood shit and all that shit. A bunch of other girls came out, but they were working with the NYPD, and they were just like, seemed like all reliable sources. So if it's like, if you have multiple cases, mm-hmm. no bueno. Yeah, not that's good. not good. Not good. Not good. That sucks. Yeah. He'd been on a roll. I liked, liked him yeah. in Devotion. He'd been rolling. And- Kang, he was killing it. Creed, he was Creed, awesome. Yeah. No, he's been he's been banging out movies for a Damn. while now. Uh, but I'm excited for Loki season two. Loki season one is my favorite series that the like you know, that these uh, that Disney Plus has done so far. Mm-hmm. WandaVision, a very very close second, but Loki's been my favorite, so I'm very excited for Loki season two. October sixth, not far away. Cool. Very excited for that. Especially we got Secret Invasion coming, Loki, and then the last thing I have for MCU uh, MCU news came out with the Loki announcement. Echo is releasing November 29th, and they're going to be dropping all of the episodes at one time. First for the MCU and the Disney Plus series, which makes me curious. I don't know if they're just trying out new things or if there's something more to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, for me personally, this series doesn't really do anything for me. I'm going to watch it because it's MCU related. But I have, like, really almost no interest going into this show. So I feel like if a lot of people feel that way, it might be harder to keep them coming back on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. Where if they just drop it all at once, people can kind of just like binge their way through it. You know what I'm saying? Hope, hope it catches. They're like exactly. Yeah, trying to get people to get into it. Exactly, because I see like I feel like let's say if you have a show that's a lot like you you can binge right. Let's say you watch the first episode and you're like, eh, that was all right. And the second and third and fourth episode is still available. You're more inclined to be like, let's see if the, the second episode is better. Oh, for sure. Whereas if you watch the first episode of a show that's weekly and it's not that good and then the whole week passes by, I feel like you're less inclined. You know what I'm saying? And if episode two is not great, then you're even less inclined to tune in th- you know, two weeks later for episode three. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. It makes you know? sense, yeah. So that's why I... Th- I mean, I don't know. It could just be, like I said, it could be just trying out something new because they've never done that before and a lot of other networks do it. Yeah. Or it could be something more to it because, like I said, that series doesn't do anything for me. 
I don't know about you guys, but her character was fine in Hawkeye, but mm. yeah, I, I, that's one other one I don't know much about. Yeah, I didn't see Hawkeye. Did you know you didn't watch Hawkeye? No, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Hawkeye was pretty damn good. Okay, especially like in hindsight, like at the time, it was still it was still kind of fresh after Loki and Wandavision. <laughs> So it was kind of like still a step down from those. So it, you know what I mean. But then we got Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She Hulk, and it was like you know what? Hindsight, Hawkeye was pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, especially in comparison. Yeah, I, I didn't see Moon Knight either. I, I'm slacking on my Marvel lately. Ah oh, man, Moon Knight was. I hated Moon. Knight. I don't, but like you said, it was a rough run. It, like yeah, it was discouraging, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. So like when you look back on it, it's like oh wow, you know what? Hawkeye was pretty good, and because it's it's seasonally related, it's very Christmas heavy. I went back and rewatched it, like I think, like right after Christmas or right around Christmas. And I was like, you know what? This is cool. I like, you know, I take back the things that I said that was somewhat negative about the show. This show's a good time. All right. That's yeah, that one's good. Check out that one. Lois, you like Hawkeye, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I like you said, you explained it perfectly. It, was, it came off a couple of heaters, so you were like yeah. a little let down by it, but then you got some real trash after that. <laughs> and then looking back on it, like, you know what? It wasn't actually that bad. Yeah. No, definitely. And I like, uh, I ended up liking, I didn't think I was going to, based on the trailers I remember, uh, Haley Seinfeld as Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. But then I watched it and I was like, you know what? I was wrong. I mean, you know, she won me over. I thought she was pretty good. Definitely 10 times better than America Chavez. Yeah. But then again, everyone's better than America Chavez. <laughs> Who's America Chavez? Oh, man. She was from Multiverse of Madness. I'm just making a joke. Oh, Jesus. I was, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I just hope that they just ditch her entirely. But she was at. Um, <laughs> Was it the Wakanda Forever? It was either Wakanda Forever or at the Ant-Man. She was at one of the grand openings. It was like her, the girl that played uh, Iron Lad in Wakanda Forever. And then, oh, uh, Camilla Khan's actress. Mm. It was all three of them at like the red carpet for I said one of, one of those two movies. And I was like, mm, that's not a great sign for me. Yeah. <laughs> I probably mean she'll be back around. Yeah. She was terrible. She was so bad. Yeah. So bad. I just watched that movie again like two days ago because I enjoy actually the rest of that movie. Yeah, she is. So it wasn't just bad. cheesy lines. You think she did it poorly? Oh yeah. yeah, she's just like watching her on screen. I just constantly think every single time I'm like, I'm watching a Disney Channel movie. Yeah. I'm watching the Disney Channel version of the MCU. Yeah, well, I mean, she'll be two years older in the next movie or whatever. You know, maybe she'll be better. Can only get better. Yeah. There's no way she can be worse. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Uh, but and yeah. she's the new Iron Man, basically, right? So she's got to be no. So America, that's Iron Lad. Uh, no, Iron Lad. She's oh, gonna be. Uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of the Ironheart. There Ironheart. we go. Okay. Honestly, I really liked her. Yeah, so the one you're talking about is the one that's like ripping into different yes, realities and yes, stuff yes, out of yes, nowhere. Yes. Has no idea how she got the there. Yeah. Now Riri Williams from Wakanda Forever. Okay. I'm I'm in on her character. I think okay. she's gonna be awesome. I was confused. Yeah, she seemed like a gangster. I really liked her character. Big fan. Uh, but I think that's all I got for MCU news. A lot of, lot of, lot to go through there. That's a ton. Yeah. Um, yeah. Full slate. Disney's, Disney's killing it. A lot of Star Wars. A lot of, but MCU. Yeah. It's about to be a big summer. Like we said, Ahsoka's coming. Secret Invasion's coming. Loki's right after. Uh, then we have the Marvels, which not super excited for. But I'm gonna go check it out anyways. I'm actually the most excited for Kamala Khan, but for sure in that movie. Like she's the character I'm most into. And then Monica Rambo. And then all the way at the bottom is Captain Marvel. <laughs> Uh, but from there, let's shift through a couple of TV things. Uh, some going to be a lot more in depth than others. Uh, first off, a series. I know Los has watched some of it with me. I don't think you've checked it out at all. I nope. mentioned it a couple weeks ago on the pod with Citadel. Yeah, I've not seen it yet, but it's got our boy in it, Richard Madden, the Young Wolf. 
I do love him. Yep, everybody loves him. He's the king the of the north. Exactly, baby. The one true king. <laughs> Which everybody still gives him a shit. I'm just like, dude, you seen what he what he risked it for? Like, are you you dumb? Like, <laughs> I, every, you're lying to yourself if you wouldn't have done the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lying to yourself. <laughs> um, but I didn't know. So this week, or I'm sorry, last week was, quote, unquote, the finale. It was only six episodes long, which I didn't know going into it. I talked about it on the show at the beginning. At the, at the show, but at the beginning of the Citadel show, like a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, and I didn't realize it was only six episodes long. So until like after it ended, I was like saying about next week and stuff. I was like, no, that was it. And I was just like, what do you mean that was it? And we looked it up and sure enough, it was six episodes and that was the finale. I was like, that didn't feel like a finale at all. That's a bad review, yeah. Yeah. Didn't feel like a finale. Uh, season two or it's a limited series? So that's what I was going to say at the end. At the end, they put out basically like a little trailer. And it was for a spin-off series that's coming soon. And it seems like they're going to be turning this world into a little bit of their own universe. Mm. Which we can blame the MCU for all these shows doing that. Now. Yeah. Hey, if it works. Yeah, I guess so. So far, so good. But they have a spin-off that's already, like I think, basically done and ready to go. And then Citadel got approved for season two. Okay. So... The show was good enough where I'm definitely going to tune in to like, at least a spin-off. And if that's good, I'll tune in for season two. But, like, you could tell that they were somewhat limited by their budget because there was, like, two episodes that were super, like, super spy heavy, a ton of, like, special effects, and they were bangers. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the show was kind of meh. You know what I mean? It was, like, a lot of talking and a lot of just, like, slower paced. You know what I'm saying? True. So I'm hoping that it did good enough where they get a little bit of a bigger budget and they can go a little bit more, you know, Mission Impossible triple X style for season two. Because yeah. like I said, they did two episodes in this season that were like that. And they, like I said, they were like, oh shit, this is awesome. Fucking he turned Richard Madden to James Bond, you know what I mean? That sounds pretty solid. He, he should be a James Bond too. I guess he's ruining his chances by doing something like this. I think but. he was in like the running for James Bond. I remember yeah. him, Idris Alba, a couple of other guys. But I remember him being like... Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Hardy wants to be fucking James Bond. Oh man, that yeah. would be interesting. That's a going too. Yeah, that'd be. He'd be a different James Bond though. Yeah, James Hardy. Fucking, he ain't built like James Bond. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a stocky James Bond. That's true. <laughs> well, same with Henry Cavill. Cavill's more even more of a unit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's true. I feel like he's got more of the look though, like the he's got like yeah, the know. English gentleman kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy's rugged. Yeah, you know what I mean. They'd have to almost change up James Bond for him, which would be interesting, yeah. especially for me, who's not really a James Bond guy. I feel like if they like do something like that, where the character is actually different, I'm more inclined to go check it out. It's like a whole new phase for James Bond. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because they changed actors, but right. No, I think he'd be great. I can't wait to, for them to get rolling again. They're they're definitely taking their time figuring out their next step. They don't want to take a wrong step in their their precious franchise, but. Uh, hopefully soon. I mean, how many movies is there? Is that 20? Way more than that. It's more than that? Yeah. That's off the top of my head guess, but I, I would guess more like 30 plus. Jesus Christ. I, I probably... They've been making them since like the 60s. That's true. Yeah, like no, like true. 60 something years of movies. I'd say I've seen like maybe 10. Maybe. Like 10's the, like yeah. the top. Yeah. I, I definitely haven't seen them all, but... You've been watching like the recent ones? I've seen all the new ones. All, right. all the... I yeah. have no. No. 
Yeah. I was a big fan of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Those I, I was Pierce Brosnan to me is James Bond. Yeah, he's good. He's he had good. that whole swagger. Oh, he was sick. I'm yeah. more of a yeah, Sean Connery. Awesome. Shout out Holly Berry. I'm more of a Sean Connery fan. Uh, what was that? I think it was like a day after. Was it like a day to die or a day after? No, a day after tomorrow is uh, a different movie. I think it was tomorrow, a day to die. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies. <laughs> That's yeah. one with Holly Berry. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, she was a smoke. That's prime <laughs> Holly Berry right there. Holly Berry. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah no like I said Citadel I'm gonna check out the spinoff it looks interesting I think this one's got a female lead it seemed like I think it was named after her too but they even at the end of that little trailer they even put like like the spy verse or some shit like that I was like Jesus Christ but this is what we're doing all over the place yeah huh? that's worth a shot I mean if like stupid Chicago Med and Chicago PD can do it then... dude those shoes are huge I know it's fucking wild I know my, my girlfriend watch, I, I've watched half, two of them oh my really because my girlfriend does no yeah. shit yeah. which ones you watch the fire Med and uh, fire yeah. fire all right, just yeah. like PD for some reason alright yeah no those shoes are fucking <laughs> huge dude yeah I'm, I'm up the to site, date uh, the Flixer site that we use they're like eight they're like eight something all three of them they're like eight fours eight twos eight sixes some shit like that it's crazy yeah people love it Crazy, and it's like a ton of relationship stuff, more than it's medical stuff or fire. Do stuff. they like intertwine? Occasionally, they, they'll do like full on crossover sometimes, yeah. or uh, I'll say you know, like, gotta, I feel like. but pretty often like people get injured in a fire and then they go to the hospital. Yeah, and, like, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like those got to be like all one yeah, very they, quickly. At the second. They don't do it every time. It's more like one every five or six. They they have some sort of reference to the other ones, but. They do, they do the big crossovers once the season or whatever, where they do some crazy shit all the, all in one. Fair all the all the different actors from the different shows meeting each other. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'd have to imagine that'd be yeah. fucking cool. Right, but that's if they can do it, then you know, King of the North can do it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You watched a couple of episodes of Citadel with me. What'd you think? Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan to be honest with you. Oh. I'm all for a nice spy <laughs> genre, you know, international agent. <laughs> but. I don't know. He just didn't do it for me. The show didn't do it for me. I don't know. You got to do it well if you're going to do it at all. Did you watch the episode where he was like skiing down the mountain and fucking shooting all kinds of guys and shit? Did you watch uh, I did not. I missed that. Then. All right. Stole so, that from James Bond. For sure. Uh, I'm not going to lie, though. It was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's super spy shit. How many things can I appreciate? It's, you know what I mean? it's all the same shit. But it's That's all about the like. guy who's doing it. You know what I mean? You want Vin Diesel and Triple X, or you want Richard Madden? You know what I'm saying? I know my answer. It's not fucking Vin Diesel. <laughs> True. Give me the King of the North all day. True. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Citadel, I, I'd still go check it out. It's only six episodes, and they're like, I think, 40, 45 minutes. So it's a pretty easy watch, especially yeah. now you can just binge right through it. Yeah. And you think the universe is promising, or you think it's a reach? It's to be determined. Yeah. It's TBD. You would hope it would be it's based TBD. on a stronger show even though it sounds like it's good you'd hope it would be the thing that's interesting to me is like i just said would like see how this one did and then we can give it a bigger budget for season two this Mm. uh already had like a trailer this spinoff so like this thing's already done Mm. so you can't base it off of what citadel did budget wise you know what i'm saying which so like is it going to be on the same lines of citadel because then it's going to be probably very similar there'll be like an episode or two that are like real bang is and then there's going to be a couple of slow episodes mixed in right i don't know i guess we'll see i would imagine that this is going to be a different character maybe that they're going to introduce just like they introduced the characters in citadel and then maybe citadel season two somehow they can like you know connect something like that cool i'm interested yeah, that, that potential makes me want to watch it too. Yeah, Just the fact that it could could turn into something crazy. Yeah, like I said, everything's doing universes now, man. Yeah, we're gonna get into another one of those soon. 
Uh, from there, I'm going to talk quickly Love and Death, which again, Los is seen. I, did you see all of that? I have not watched the finale. The finale. So, uh, very strong, man. HBO and their miniseries, the they fucking knock them out of the park. They smash miniseries. Oh, yeah. Get great actors and intense stories. They fucking kill it. And this was another one. Obviously, on the back of a few different actors, but Elizabeth Olsen should instantly be put up for an Emmy. She was unbelievable. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. She absolutely kills that role. Believable psycho. Yeah, she just, she killed it. But like at the same time, which is actually kind of what I was saying from the beginning, right, as I was watching it with Steph, is I was like, there is no way they're going to convict this girl. I was like, there's no way. I was like, she looks, especially it's 1980. I was like, she looks just like the typical housewife. Like, to think that she's going to be swinging an axe and butchering this girl and hitting her like 40 times. It's straight out of Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. It's exactly oh, yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So Fall like, River. Let's go. Yeah. Straight yeah. yeah. Shout out Fall River, baby. Yeah. Shout out right down the street. Let's go. Yeah. Go check out Lizzie Borden's house. Are we giving away spoilers here or no? Uh, I just did. So, too late now. Well, I was just saying, like, I mean... It wasn't necessarily if she did it or not. She admitted to doing it, no, but it was whether it was premeditated oh, or in that's defense. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-defense, yeah, yeah, yeah. She admitted to them. That's true. Good call. That's a damn good call. She ended mm-hmm. up admitting to it, but they did it in self-defense. They gave the whole story. But either way, she was just sitting there looking like a political housewife. And I thought it was crazy. You'll see it yourself in the end. But they literally, the jury took almost no time at all to give their fucking, like, their, like you know, their um, Innocent. declaration of... Yeah. yeah. Like, no time at all. I was just like, that's wild. I don't know how accurate that is to the storytelling, but it was wild. I couldn't believe it. Yep, unanimous. I was waiting for the ball to drop. I was like, they're going to find this bitch guilty. I know. It's going <laughs> to be bullshit. My experience and uh, jury duty was the exact opposite. We went into the, into the deliberating room and... That bitch was fucking guilty. You got selected for jury duty? Oh, like, yeah. Like, like not selected for jury duty, but... Like, <laughs> yeah, I did. Dude, I was on a fucking jury... No for like, shit! For like five days. It was I crazy. didn't know that. Yeah, dude. It was right after college. I, I, I was like 23. I got selected for the jury, and I went through an entire case for a week long, and then we had to deliberate, and... Bitch was fucking. Bitch was guilty. So it was like, uh, everyone says I mean, it, was, it was a. It was a. It was case closed. You, you, you're going no to jail. Shit. I'm sorry. Wow. Oh man, that's wild. I only had to go for like. I had to go like one time, and it sucked because my sores. So we got like all the way to the end, and they were waiting on one person. And I swear to God, dude, there was like six people left in this room, and I was just like, "Fuck, if I get picked, this, I'm gonna be pissed." Mm-hmm. And like two people before me get approved. And they're like, "All right, you guys are good to go." And I was just like. All right, being here for eight hours sucked, but being here for a few days for some bullshit would have sucked more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, you never know. You could get thrown on the Aaron Hernandez trial or something. Yeah, you know? who knows? Who knows? And that was in Fall River, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's right. Right never on know. South Maine. Never know. Good call. Good call. But yeah, I thought for sure they were going to find this bitch guilty, which I, you guys, reminded me right away. You guys seen the Scott Peterson stuff? The, uh, like any of those documentaries and stuff? Uh, yeah, I've seen a little. I know what you're talking about. Dude, I have been so in on that one. Supposedly murdered his wife. How the fuck can you give that guy? I, I don't get it. There's no, there's no evidence at all that guy did anything, and he's in jail for what? They tried to put him on the death sentence. He got off of the death sentence, but I think he's still uh, in jail for what? Crazy. Thanks. Watch the Scott Peterson documentaries. They're fucking hey, nuts. The media is a powerful entity. Yeah, it's nuts. Just because he was the cheating husband, I was like, don't get me wrong. You're cheating on, you're cheating on your wife. Scumbaggery. Yeah, she's pregnant too. Hey. Cheating on your pregnant wife. Scumbag, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Does not mean he's a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Those wow. are drastically, drastically different actions. Which brings us to our next movie. You got to watch Gone Girl. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Gone Girl's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Perfect example of how good Ben Affleck is. That's another one that Ben Affleck directed. I'm pretty, um, like, almost 90% sure. Someone looked that up for me. I think you're right, yeah, too. Yeah, he, yeah. Did, he did direct that. Right? Yeah. Another perfect example. Ben Affleck can make the fuck out of a good movie, like, whether it's Argo or The Town or whatever. Yeah. Acting wise, huh? tough. Tough. It depends on the character. Sometimes he misses, but. Yeah, some bad Ben Affleck roles. But he's good in Gone Girl. In the town. That's what I'm saying. Like, things yeah. that, yes. All the roles that he oh, you're, puts you're himself saying, in. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Even, like, uh, I don't know if you watched Air just recently. Same no. thing. I heard it was good. Yeah. It was It was fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't amazing. It was fine. It was good. Hey, you ever watched the movie with Ben Affleck where he's, like, an assassin, but he's got autism? What? <laughs> 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 it's brutal, dude. Oh, it's, man. Uh, is that, like, Sniper? Or yeah, I think so. Something like Shooter. No, so. no, no. Shooter's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, 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 he's like yeah, a yeah. savant sniper or something. Yeah, he's like an international assassin. And he's and he's literally got autism. And Can't do anything except assassinate people. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a bad one. Him as yeah, Daredevil, that movie was pretty awful. People <laughs> loved the Batfleck, but I thought he was terrible. He was in one movie that Batfleck. was one of those movies that fucking... Oh, uh, yeah, like the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a rough one. One of those movies that like is so bad, but like you still enjoy it was uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's Paycheck, hmm. where yeah. he like goes back in time kind of thing, and is like yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he wakes up one day and he's got like this envelope, right? He's got like ten of the dumbest items, and it's like a paper clip and like a rubber band and like a coin and a bunch of other just random items, and he has no recollection of like anything or why. And then he's able to like go back in time and shit and like figure out what they all do. It's it's a wildly dumb movie. Yeah. Wildly awful. Terrible plot dynamics. Funny bad, good bad. But yeah, I couldn't help myself but like it. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't help myself but like it. And there's movies that just get you like that. Oh yeah, there's a lot of a lot of bad movies that get me. I'm a big I'm a big fan of bad movies. Not like Phil, but like big fan of bad movies. I got a crazy one for you. Kalos saw it with me in college, I think, but Hobo with a shotgun. Watch it. It's a classic. <laughs> Watch it. I gotta give that movie at least a nine seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous, terrible shit you've ever seen. No but it's shit. so good. It's the worst movie, but it's so fucking good. hilarious. <laughs> It's oh, just man. so bad that you just can't help but just laugh the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> it's quite literally what the name is. It's a hobo with a shotgun. He's just a hobo. He goes on a revenge revenge spree with a shotgun, and that's all it is. Yeah, it's some incredible gore and like stupid corny lines and like <laughs> this so ridiculousness. Bad. It's yeah, so bad, but it's worth a watch. It's it's pretty great. That's why I was expecting that out of that fucking cocaine bear movie, but it actually ended up being like halfway decent. I was like, oh, wow, what a pleasant surprise. <laughs> huh. What do you know? Yeah, it was, was entertaining as fuck. You watched that with me, right? Yeah, cocaine bear was good. Very entertaining. Uh, but yeah, Love and Death, another awesome miniseries from HBO. Go check it out. Elizabeth Holton kills it. It's uh, definitely a good watch. Uh, from there, let's go to HBO's newest, newest endeavor, mm. The Idol. First episode was Sunday night, a show that is wrapped in controversy from the creator Sam, uh, Sam Levison the same guy who created Euphoria which again he came out and said Euphoria and this show take place in the same universe and the girl that plays Maddie who's like the fucking the awesome chick who like beats up tries to beat up Sydney Sweeney at the end yeah. of the last season she's supposed to cameo in this season as her character so again got the universe is in the shit yeah for real uh, but yeah, like I said, this show is wrapped in controversy. Not only with like the critics giving it bad like ratings and review wise, it was supposed to be like wildly graphic in the sense of like sexual assault and wildly intense and all this kind of shit. Like basically, the Sam Levinson asking his lead, which is uh, Lily Rose Depp, to do kind of like outrageous, outrageous things. Yeah. 
Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Checked out the first episode this Sunday. We got the weekend in it as well. They had like the two leads. And the first episode wasn't anything like too intense, but you right away got the vibe of where this was going. You're like, all right, I get where this is going. Actually, I thought the first episode was kind of slow, though. Kind of like, you'd watched it, right? Yeah. Kind of slow. I had the opposite reaction. I thought this was wild. I was like, this is, I don't know. There's nothing there, but... I don't know. We'll get to it, but it was wild. <laughs> yeah, no, we sure did. I mean, right it's, it's definitely sexualized. It's not, it's not well received so far, right? Yeah, no. But, like, again, it's like 2023, so all this shit is like. It's fragile. Yeah, this guy. Sensitive, yeah. yeah. And there's already been a bunch of rumors from him with, like, euphoria shit. But like just putting in shit for like no like uh, I know like Sydney like Sydney Sweeney like basically like got her shit for season two and she was like a couple of these scenes like I'm topless for absolutely no reason at all yeah. and they were like all right word and they like scratch them but like shit like that another one of the characters can't blame for trying one, yeah yeah for real uh, one of the other actresses from season one just like straight up just bailed on the show like didn't want to be a part of it anymore because of how like intense basically the fucking the scenes were. Huh? Uh, but yeah, a lot. Like I said, a lot of controversy from this episode. But you, you, you said, yeah, you kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not endorsing the show. I still think it stinks. <laughs> it was there's no substance there. But wow, was it sexual? And it was yeah. it was just wild. It was that's all, all I can say. Not slow. Gonna, yeah, no, I didn't find it to be slow. No, I thought it was. Uh, no, it was just. Like I said, it's not even good. It's not even a good show. I w- I, at least one episode <laughs> That's in. That's why I'm tuning in too. Uh, it's like a, it's like a car crash. Is how I have to describe it. It's like I can't look away. I'm like, wow. I'm like, this girl's flicking her bean and she's choking herself at the same time. I'm like, yeah, that was, wow. was nuts. <laughs> she was nuts. Like I said, they wildly sexualized this girl for like 50 minutes to start the show. Dedicated. Like, and this is what we're going to be doing for the rest of the show. I mean, Jesus Christ. Which I get, like I said, why the reviews are pretty crazy. But yeah, I'm definitely going to be tuned in just to see how much of a car wreck this is going to be. I want to see like just how bad and ridiculous it gets. You know I mean? So I'll be tuning in. We'll definitely be talking about it a little bit. But yeah, no, that scene was that scene was nuts. Yeah, I'll be watching. <laughs> it's just wild. That's all I can say. <laughs> it certainly was, man. It was fucking wild. Tune in next week. See some crazy shit. It sure was. It sure was. Sunday nights, HBO. It's, who knows, man? Like, who knows? Like said, it's Max now. That's right. It's no more HBO. Well, it's still HBO, but now it's just under the Max umbrella. Max. We doing like spoilers here? We like talking about the episode at all? Yeah, sure. Just the just like the whole controversy while she's like going on with her day and her whole like management team around her is just fucking losing it. Oh yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. I thought. Like just as far as from like, I believe that's how like. I believe that's almost how they would handle it. You know what I'm saying? To me, I was like, that actually feels like yeah. realistic. To give you some context, they're freaking out because the, a photo got uploaded online of her with just a massive load on her face, and she's just like taking a fucking selfie with a fucking <laughs> with a load on her. Yeah, it's controversial. Yeah, and it's like a work day for her, so she's like, say, like on, like you know what I mean? She's like working on a music video and some shit, and her like, you got her agent, your PR, her fucking manager, they're all like. You know, there, and they're kind of just like, you know, like, all right, don't tell her yet. Like, let's fucking wrap this day up first, and then, like, we'll try to fucking. And while they're saying that, they're also trying to work behind the scenes to, like, get that shit, you know, taken down as fast as they can and stuff like that. So, like, from that standpoint, I thought, like, that was, I felt, like, wildly realistic. You know what I mean? Reminded me of, like, fucking uh, Entourage when, like, Shauna's got some PR shit to do and she fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the so fuck, Eric? Yeah. You tell me what to keep out of the papers, I'll keep it out of the fucking papers. <laughs> She's great, Entourage, man. She cracks me the fuck up. Great character. Uh, 
But yeah, the idol, we'll be covering that in weeks to come. Not from a like I like Lou said, not from a standpoint that it's good, but let's see how much of a car wreck this show can turn into. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to catch up then. Yeah, yeah. Still First episode was this Sunday. Watch it burn. Yeah, it's it's coming up. Episode two next Sunday. Yeah. Love Sunday TV. It's a wild one for Sunday night. It's like I said, you're trying to almost like online, just like oh, fuck, you going out? Yeah, you know what I mean? Makes you feel a little better about yourself. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Some crazy people out there, man. Uh, yeah, you just watch the 60 minutes and then at the end of it you go wow <laughs> okay <laughs> I literally looked at Steph and I was, like, I was like so that had a beginning it had a middle and it had an end and it was all about her and it was just like sexualizing the shit out of her the whole time like the whole thing it was 60 minutes of that well that was a show dude I was so like the weekend's character comes in like kind of at the end and right away I looked at her I was like I don't like girls supposed to like love this guy and she's like oh yeah like fucking girls are like in love with this dude. I was like, he's like three foot five. Is he? <laughs> yeah, dude, it looked like it from the show. Dude, she towers over him, bro. They have to shoot everything like at the fucking up angle so that they're closer in size. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, yo, like this dude's a this guy is fucking tall. Shit. Yeah, I, I don't know him that well. Like I didn't know, know his yeah, stuff, know but, but uh, he doesn't seem short. Everyone I saw him, yeah, they gave him like a fucking awful ponytail in this too, which makes him just look like a total pervert. Nice. And he's got kind of a shitty beard, too. I'm not going to lie. Someone who's got, like, a mediocre beard. His beard's pretty he's going to be a sexual deviant. He's got to have... Good call. Got to have a weird beard. Good. More like the weekday, am hey. I right? Love it. Hey. <laughs> but it's... Uh, from there, let's go to our last show. Uh, this one's going to be the more in-depth one. We have a lot to talk about. We have three episodes. This is a show we've been covering all season long. It is Yellow Jackets. We are covering the last three episodes, seven, eight, and nine. We've had the last like week and a half since it ended. Uh, so we have three episodes to dive into. Overall, last three episodes of the season, kind of slow in my opinion. Not yeah. as much as I would have liked. I wish they just explained more, I guess. like it, There were some big reveals and stuff and some crazy shit happened, but yeah. I'm with you. It wasn't enough. Overall, for like the sense of like this wilderness thing, right? Yeah, and just where things are going. I don't know. They feel like they uh, ask just as many questions as they answer as the, as all these episodes are going. Yeah, you know? sure. Like they're they're opening up new stuff to wonder about. But we'll see. We'll, we'll get into it more. It's supposed to be a five season show. Supposedly the creators had it. From hope the they jump, do uh, from the jump that they had it as as five seasons. So. Cool. I hope they get it. If they get yeah. But yeah, it's a slow slow drip on the yeah. On the reveal. There was a lot of good moments in these three episodes, but like I said, overall, I thought it was a little slow. But they had, there was some, there were some sparks for sure. I thought episode eight was out of the three. I think that was the one I liked the most. I felt like that one had the most bang. That was the one with the take the card. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. The chase scene and shit, which was yeah. an awesome scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a couple of couple of good moments here and there, but especially the finale. The finale. Didn't feel like a finale. And we waited so long in between seasons from one to two for this show to come back. They were one episode shorter because uh, season one's ten episodes. This one's only nine. And it just felt like it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? It just it was lacking a little bit. I'll be there for season three. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a big fan of the show. I love the show. But yeah. I just wish it gave me a little bit more. Yeah. But Not even so much answers-wise, but just more, you know what I mean? More moments. Yeah, I know what you mean. I felt like it was missing something, but yeah, but yeah, still lots of things to theorize about and lots of open possibilities. If even there is anything supernatural going on, they they honestly like gave us just as many reasons to doubt all of it as they did to like believe in it. Like so, we'll see. Yeah, you just said it there, perfect, Luke. 
I gotta say one thing. I think I'm out on this show. I'm not gonna lie. You think you're out? Yeah. The fact that you just said that this is supposed to go five seasons too. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is ridiculous. And like, you know what? So five seasons, right? And we I talked about the last the last episode, but um, season three is already being instantly impacted by the writer strike. Yeah, one day in, right? Exactly. I heard you on that last year. So it's like, at what point you're doing this for five seasons? Like these girls are gonna get fucking older real quick. You know what I'm saying? From like the the present day standpoint, you'll be alright. You can, you know what I'm saying? But right. the younger version of them, like they're not gonna be, they're not gonna look anything like high schoolers and fucking. You know what I mean? It's true. If you get season three, say, I mean, we're in 2023. We're in the summer. I don't think you're gonna see it in 2024. I mean, it's not even written yet. I mean, not like yeah. fully written. You know what right. I'm saying? You got to give six months of writing or something. Right. And so, and no one's at work right now. You're talking 2025 for season three. And then you got to. What they could do is you're going to have to start filming seasons back to back, which other shows have done. If you can, like, do three and four, say back to back. Commit to them. And then have, like, a, say, like a year and a half or something like that, a two year layoff for season five. That they might be able to get away with. That I think would be their best option because you can do if you can do three and four real close to one another, say like six months or eight months, something like that. Yeah, that would be a good move. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's definitely gonna be a bit, like you said. It sucks that they didn't green light it beforehand. You know, like I don't know. Uh, I, I saw there was like way better numbers on season two premiere compared to yeah season one people, finale. Yeah, like, yeah, people it, it grew like exponentially one. just from. Season one ending, the season two starting. For sure. Word of mouth yeah. definitely spread around. I think a lot of people like, you know, hey, yo, check this one out. I know I did. I told a bunch of people about Yellow Dragon season one. Yeah, that's why I watched it. The only thing that I thought that was a positive for season two was Elijah Wood's character being introduced. Oh, he was great. He had some great yeah, I have a lot of questions about him. Episodes. He had a couple of great, great moments. Yeah. I feel like he could have some big significance going forward, too. I think so. I don't know. Do you want to know if you want to wait till we get to the end before we get into like theories and stuff? But yeah, um, no, we can kind of just like shift around. You know what I mean? There were a couple things that I thought were I wanted to. I know like episode seven had a very interesting scene to me. It was when Misty went into basically when she's present day, she's at the cult, and she basically went into like shout out Stranger Things. She basically went into one of those baths that like Eleven goes into to like I don't know meditate or kind of find yourself yeah, or whatever. isolation chamber thing yes yeah. exactly that scene was fucking trippy as fuck that Shia uh, Elijah Wood was in that one he was like the magician guy but then you had like the fucking eagle which was like just a dude in a fucking mascot costume yeah that was one of the weirdest scenes that this show has put out and this show puts out some weird shit you know what I mean yeah that was a real fucking trippy shit I know is that just to show how crazy she is or like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So, you know what I didn't notice until just recently, because I'm re-watching Shameless back. Me and Steph have been banging fucking through it. Do you remember Carl's girlfriend who is, like, absolutely insane? She's, like, obsessed with him. Like, she won't let him leave to go back to military camp. And then once he goes back to military camp, she's literally waiting outside the gate. She's, like, a cheerleader. She's, like, Carl, Carl. Huh. She's literally cheering him on at RB camp. Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Is it is it reaching? That's familiar. So that's the same girl as Misty. That's the same actress. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dude, I didn't realize that until I was watching it back. Yeah, She's in all kinds of actually, shit. That's actually hilarious. She's also in Casper. That's what I remember her from. Oh, uh, so the younger version? It's the younger yeah. version. All right. Yeah, like the original one. She was 16 in that one or whatever. Wait, you're talking about the present day version, I think, right? I don't know. The one that I watched when I was a kid. No, no, it no. It came no, out in the 90s. Sorry, Casper. Present day uh, Misty, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 
right, where are we? I'll talk about the younger. Oh, uh, I got you. I got you. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. What are you talking about? We've been going around the world. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, no. The younger version of Misty. She plays <laughs> Carl's crazy girlfriend in Shameless. Mm. And like I said, we were rewatching it. And I was like, this girl looks okay. fucking familiar. And I love her in Shameless because, like I said, she's a fucking kook, dude. I, and she cracks me up. And right away, I was like, this girl looks wicked familiar. I was like, who the fuck is she? And sure enough, I like, as I was looking it up, I was like, Oh shit, she's misty. And I was like, it makes so much sense why she's so good as her now, too. I was like, this girl's cool. She's probably cool yeah, she's as good. shit in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she buries, actress. buries both. Really great acting in this show in general. And, oh, yeah. And the way that they make the younger and older versions have like similar mannerisms and things oh, they say. The and misty like, one's the best. I think yeah, the younger version and the adult version of her are like seamless. It is really good. Seamless. And Christina Ricci's probably the, the best actress right. of the, of the batch, too. She's the older yeah, misty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, the there you go. All yeah, right. that's who I was talking Nailed about. It. Yeah, um, but I think all of them, all of them do it. Like um, Nat's Nat, Nat does a good job. No, she's the only one that. Well, they at least do a good job of imitating each other. I don't know. I feel like the younger one does a lot of stuff that the older one does. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something about I don't know. Something about the actress. Just I don't know. I don't know. She's in, she's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, she has been. She's been in a lot of other shit. I don't know. Something about it. I, just didn't, I don't know. It didn't do it for me. All right, that's fair. That's I loved a lot of the other ones, though. I think Shauna as uh, Linsky is is awesome. Yeah. I feel like Van uh, does a good job too. Oh, I love. I'm a big. I know Los loves her too from fucking the servant, but she's awesome, man. She's fucking wicked kooky. I love that girl. The younger or the older? The right. older version. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome in the servant. And then you know what else is? Um, She's like the the priest's right hand in Midnight Mass, which again, she's kooky as fuck in that show too. She tries to like, uh, she's like, I don't know, not a nun, but she's literally like the priest's right hand. She does all like fucking, she poisons the dogs and shit. She's always mm. quoting the Bible like a psychopath. Yes. She seems like she's the only other person that believes as much in uh, like the the darkness oh, yeah, 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 as yeah. much Lottie. as much as Lottie does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like she, as Lottie's like kind of has all these crazy ideas throughout these episodes and she tries to get them to do the, like the roulette with the poison and like that was it's, it's, it's really Van who gives her all those like nudges over the at next edge and like lets it continue like they're all kind of humoring her yeah, but then Van just like says like a couple key things and like we saw her I think it's in episode 9 I want to say she's the one that also like convinces Travis She's like, yo, even though it was your brother, like, we didn't die for nothing, you know what I mean? Like, almost convinces him to eat his own brother, which is a yeah, a wild fucking move, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. Which, that scene was crazy, too, like... It's the bite of the heart. Yeah. yeah. That, whole, that whole process was wild. Like, I, I got, like... So, Shauna's character is the one that's, like, charged with basically cutting up all the animals and yeah, stuff like that. She's the butcher. Yeah, exactly. So, she's, like... Try, she can't slit his throat. She has to like blindfold herself. So I was like, oh wow, like, that's gonna be tough to do. And all the other girls are kind of like looking at her in a way that's almost like, just do it. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, so take the fucking knife and you do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Almost like they judge her. Yeah, they just can't wait to eat. Yeah. Then <laughs> bloodthirsty. Right after, Coach shows back up after being out for a grip, and like you see his bones just like bare all over the table. So it's just like, oh shit. Like, mm-hmm. We drained him and we fucking carved him up real good. Yeah. And then Travis fucking is like the first one. He like takes a bite out of the roar hot and tosses it into the skillet. And all the other girls like fucking scavengers throw them mean in too right away. But yeah, I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. I know they have these weird trance moments where they're like all 
Oh, that, yeah. I guess that is what we must do. There was one <laughs> Good, part. Good, eat the hungry. <laughs> there was one part that Papa was Homer. awesome. I can't think of what scene it was, but you literally heard it like as a background track, like music. And it was all the girls, and they were just like howling as wolves. It was mm. fucking wicked eerie. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> That's the one thing that keeps me in the show. I love the 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 plot and the, the storyline in the wilderness, but yeah, yeah, the yeah, current yeah. day storyline, absolutely terrible in my opinion. It, they it, just scrapped honestly, that whole thing. If anything, these last three episodes actually got me slightly more invested for the first time in the present day thing because of the Russian roulette with the poison. Mm-hmm. Then it ends up going into a hunt and then we do the card draw just like we did back then. And then when Linsky pulls it, like all the girls like take a few steps that way with their back, and then they turn around and they all have the fucking mask on. I was like, holy shit. I know, they all snap. That was fucking creepy, dude. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty fucking creepy. I know. Right away, I thought, I was like, did Linsky have a mask too? And they all planned this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, was she ready to do the same thing if it was somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy. It was wild. It was a wild one. Seems like she was the only one that was just humoring it in the end. I don't know. Or would she have snapped too with the. Like, is it they're all just insane, or is some evil spirit snapping them into kill mode? I think that's mode? the biggest question after yeah. season two, is if this wilderness thing is even, like, quote-unquote real, or right. if they're almost all making tapped. it out to be a real thing in their minds. Yeah. Uh, there was a pretty interesting line uh, where Misty was talking to uh, Melanie Linsky's character. Shauna. Uh, Shauna. And... Um, She's like, hey, I, I saved us. I've been like hoarding all the snacks. Like, you need to eat. I, th- I have a theory that they might uh, starve us out and try to make us have hallucinations. She literally says that. She's like, and I don't think my body can handle that. And it's just like the biggest call out ever of like, was all that crazy shit. I'm gonna miss that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw that in a like a recap thing, like Good. pointing it out. I didn't. I can't say I caught it intentionally my first time, but that's kind of crazy. Like, is that pointing? The viewer to thinking that it's actually all just them being starving. Still going down? Yeah. No matter what? You really flipped it. Uh, I can go try and grab the other charger and see if that one works better. Give it a try. Let's just, yeah, let's give that another second. Let me know if it keeps going yeah, down. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, what were you just saying? Would you finish it? Uh, just. I, I forgot. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, I did think that the ending, I mean, a lot of it was based around this, too, but Lottie's beating, I thought, was pretty crazy, too. That's how episode uh, seven ended. A lot of weird stuff, too. Yeah. But actually, you know what? You were just saying uh, about the snacks. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, is it okay. all is it all just them having scientific explanations for this stuff, or is it is it them getting possessed? Yes. Oh, it seems like they're leaning towards, or at least trying to make us think that there's a good chance that it's just them being malnourished and stuff. So that's interesting, too, because that would be, like, a second example of them going out of their way to, like, help Sean or somebody going out of their way to help Sean. Mm-hmm. So kind of like what I was just mentioning at the end of episode seven, Lottie, so Shauna loses her baby. She's obviously fucking mourning the whole entire episode. She keeps having the dreams, like, back, not, like, she's re-envisioning the dreams of them eating right. her baby, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Then uh, Missy's character starts, like, humming this fucking song, which... Real quickly, this fucking season, one of the biggest things that they've clearly done with their budget for season two has put it into their soundtrack because every single episode of this season mm-hmm. opens and closes with a banger, like all season. Yeah, classics. This one was Lightning Crashes, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. So Misty's humming it, and she's just like, fucking, why are you humming that? Fucking hits Misty with a punch, and then Lottie's just like, yo, Shauna, we need you. Like, just get it out. 
And Shauna fucking... I get what they were trying to do. Like, so Shauna fucking starts beating her and pretty beating her pretty up. good. And I kept seeing the step. I was like, at some point, man, I was like, y'all have to stop. Like, she's going to literally beat her to fucking death. Yeah, she doesn't just get to keep letting it out. For real. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, I'm going to grab the other speaker, uh, the other charger real quick and see if that works. All right, where? If not, we'll fucking redo it. I have another charger out there. Say a prayer. Um... But yeah, no, I was like, you guys gotta, like, you have to step. Like, I get, again, I get what you guys are doing, but at some point, she's gonna kill her. She's literally at one point, like, fucking Donkey Kong, and I was like, yo. I know. Listen, you got it? We're good. We're good. Literally, when she was done, she literally was just like, Lottie, Lottie, and she was completely unresponsive. I was like, she's dead. Well, obviously, I know she wasn't dead, because you've seen her character, but I was like, yeah, it seemed like she was beating a dead body for, for 10 real? seconds. Yeah. It's Crazy. fucking wildly intense. Yeah. Wild. Uh, we saw Lottie right after. She was, fucking, episode eight, she was fucking beaten to a pulp. Barely alive. She had a good scene with Misty where she was like, if I fucking, if I die, like, don't let my body go to waste. Mm-hmm. Powerful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. Uh, but it seems like, but then that's also Misty undermining her through all that, right? A yeah. A little bit. She, uh, yeah, that she was mad that they ended up playing the game and stuff and sacrificing somebody and like, she, she, she wanted them to see her kind of thing. and Especially, I don't know. I feel like as soon as she heard it was Javi, too. Like, that was fucking... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she had a special connection with Javi, too. She, like, knew he was... Yeah. Knew, knew he, he was, was still alive. alive yeah. Uh, we'll see. Very interesting. You need it. All right, work. I'll go grab it right now. I'll just keep it going for a second. Love you some Javi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of weird how... Uh, like, they brought him back, right? And then he doesn't say anything the entire time. And then the first thing, time he says something, he dies. Yeah, they just kill him off right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he died. Sorry, Budsy. Falls through. Yo, him, him falling through the ice and dying, too. I thought that was a lame death. Like it was He weird. wasn't even trying. He was just, like, putting his hands up. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he could have tried way harder to stay alive there. Like, I like, agree. I would be doing everything I could to be climbing back up on that ice. He was just, like, putting his hands up straight up in the air, and that was it. Just... Um, it, it kind of gave me some reminding, like called back to the um, that scene where the moose fell through the lake. I don't know if it was the same spot. Or, where Javi fell through? Yeah. Okay. Or that was know. a wild. That was an awesome scene. Yeah. They drew cards. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But Travis indirectly killing his brother. He was the one that saved Nat. You know what I mean? Because she was the one that drew the card. Shauna was like mm. getting ready to slit her throat, basically. Mm, yeah, I didn't get that. Travis saved. Little extra guilt, whether you deserve it or not, obviously. You yeah. still feel it. Yeah. Which, obviously, so that was a wild scene. You know what I mean? Nat ends up surviving. Javi falls through the ice. That's how we get his body. But then that's literally what also ends up leading to how he finished season two, which was with Nat's death in present day. Mm-hmm. And she was basically, like, trying to save, I don't even know her character's name, but the girl that's from the cult the whole time, that girl that's always dressed in purple that she's been hanging out with a lot. Yeah, with the fish. Yeah, but she was able to, like, basically sacrifice herself for her, and it was, like, almost like repaying that debt, you know what I mean? Right. Tried stabbing her face in episode one and get stabbed for her in episode nine. Yep. <laughs> actually, callback, when I was on the Kirk Minahan show... Kirk's fucking mentioned that he had read a spoiler for this week's episode. And he was like, what do you think it is? And I was like, fucking Misty definitely is going to kill somebody because she's the kooky bitch and she always mm-hmm. kills somebody. And I was like, if I had to guess, she's going to kill Nat. 
No way. So I was like, nailed it. Yeah, that nailed was that it. was the one part of the show I missed when you guys started talking about it. I uh... still going down. Did we try uh, both sides? that's a good um that's a good prediction impressive that's, that's the one part of the show i missed because I, I i thought he was gonna spoil stuff so i turned it down for like a minute and turned it back up a minute after but there's no way that thing is just not gonna charge anymore no it's all good yeah. i also have a uh i also have another battery i think that might work too if we really need to but that one always works, so I don't know. We'll see. Have faith, Los. Uh, but let's see. Was there anything else from Yellow Jackets <laughs> before we move on? Cops are coming uh, down on shows. It was the crazy shit at the end with Actually, Elijah yeah, Wood. About that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So we have all the girls at the compound from the last couple of weeks. Shauna's husband and her daughter show up. And then we also get the cops showing up. Yeah. Cops come into the compound. Kevin Cop, the kid that was, you know, banging Nat back in the day or whatever. Yeah, he's questioning fucking Elijah Wood's character. Shauna's husband comes in, just fucking takes the takes the fall for Shauna. Says I killed Adam, did it out of spite because I found out they were having an affair. Did it very convincingly, which is exactly what Elijah Wood said too. Had some tears going. He's like, seemed like you really did it out of love. Yeah, and then fucking while he's giving this awesome fucking you know uh, he's admitting to not real you know crime, the cop fucking just drops dead. You find out Elijah Wood hit him with some poison, which was awesome. Very misty kind of move. Very misty kind of move. Yeah, they're the same person. And then the move right after it where he gets Kevin's partner, <laughs> the other cop that we've been spending so much time with this season. I know. And he's just like, hey, buddy, shoots, he shoots the other cop. He's just like, hey, so we can make you have to be a hero or you can die and we can also point all these things at you in your death. Pretty crazy shit, but yeah. Very, very misty thing to do again. Super. Completely panned out. Face the whole time. Loving it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, I'm a little more yes and would be, uh, would be helpful. Yeah, he's yes, like, that was great. Yeah. He's like, just such a, great. such a cocky reveal. So, like, sure of his plan. And, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually really suspicious of him going forward. Uh, suspicious? Yes. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know. Misty was on that, um, like, detective website, right? Yeah. So she could keep tabs on if anybody was on to her, pretty much. Yeah. I wonder if he maybe is the he's the same thing as her in every way, to the point of poisoning someone and like all this shit. Maybe he was also he's also trying to cover up for or keep tabs on if anybody's onto his crime. Whether that's his fake insurance thing or if it's something involved with ooh the fake insurance thing's a good call. I like that. Well, I mean that that'd be the easy that'd be the easy explanation. Yeah. But, um, but maybe it's something involved with the plane or. I don't know. He seems very or or is talking with them or maybe just murder in general. Maybe he's just yeah. maybe he's just monitoring his tracks online as well, seeing yeah. if anybody's onto him. He's know. clearly a psychopath. He had some crazy shit happen yeah, to him, just like killer, Misty yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, he he knew Misty murdered Adam, and he like didn't even he didn't care. Yeah, at he's all. he's like, fine. With literally it. didn't give it all. Yeah, and, and like I said, murder. Oh, your friends kill people too. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, it's yeah. true. No, no doubt. He's like, oh yeah, we're all in the same club. So I think he he's had some other shit he's done that he he doesn't let on to or. Some other reason for monitoring Misty or... No, I like that. I, I think that's a good we'll call. See. I think we'll that's see. a good call. Speaking of Misty killing people, we found out that she also killed the reporter that she had like tied up. We found out that she was hired by Ty, which was an interesting move. She was looking into everybody. Right. They also found... Misty was able to put together, because she's a little detective, that fucking Shauna's uh, husband was the one that was blackmailing him, too. I know. That was a big moment, too. <laughs> that was. That, that was a awesome. shit moment. Yeah. That was. And then, the, the, like I said, she fucking... 
admitted to killing that reporter, but she did an awesome job. She's like, I took care of it. Like, what do you mean I took care of it? She's like, I took care of it like I always do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> She's fucking fantastic, man. She's so great. Yeah. And uh, one last thing is, do, do you think that Shauna's daughter... Callie is going to be like as crazy as all of them now too. Is oh, she, it seems like is she like at least affected by the darkness, whether real or not. You know, like yeah, I, I don't know if it's she obviously she's fucking shot Lottie and like she's all in on that. Yeah, and that cop is going to be all over their ass. Maybe, maybe, maybe they have I enough blackmail on him. Right. Yeah, and maybe they have enough uh, blackmail on that cop where he's not going to be all over them. But I think he's gonna, he's yeah, a hardcore dude. He, it's going to be his life to maybe. Yeah, maybe put them down. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, so that like that detective, the one that's still alive. That's the same cop from Stranger Things. David Hobb is like he's got like two two cops under him. One of them's got the same mustache because he has the same mustache. And then, <laughs> Type and then, cast. Yeah, yeah, and then he's got the uh, the, the other call. black guy. I didn't. I never put one 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 together. Yeah, I noticed that the other day too because I've been rewatching back Stranger Things as well. <laughs> hey, you cover a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah, I've been rewatching Shout Out Eddie Munson, baby. Let's go. Yeah. I've been fucking covering Stranger Things like a back, uh, like a bastard too. And just blowing through it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, like I said, Stranger Things season two, overall, still good. Still enjoyed it. Definitely a step down from season one. Had some huge moments though. I still say I think episode two of season two is the best episode that sh- this show's done yet. Mm. That episode was a what fucking was, banger. What was that? That's the one where they burn what's her face's body, and mm. that, that whole was episode was a banger from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, Ty does a lot of sleepwalking and shit. She sees like that fucking I don't even know what you call him shadow guy. Fucking yeah, the no eyes show. guy. Yeah. No, yeah, it was a really good yeah. fucking episode. That was good. And you like the horror episodes? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big time. Big time. Uh, that's one other big thing that it ended with was the fucking cabin burning down. That was a wild, wild and, little And they must know it was true. Ben, right? The coach. They must know it was him. He's the only guy not there. Wow, you think so? I do get exactly what you're saying. Because obviously, like, it, I don't think he could bring himself to do that, though. He literally found matches like earlier in the episode, and like his he was trying to start a fire in that underground thing, and he's the only one not there, or not. I don't know for sure he's not the only one, but he wasn't there. No, no, the I end. got you, I got you. Because I thought, I mean, I definitely thought about it. At the end of the day, I was like, nah, it doesn't. Like, I don't. I don't think he's gonna kill all the girls. I just don't. I don't think he would. Yeah, I don't know. He looks so repulsed every single time that someone's like, yeah, dead. that's that's fair. That you know he was saying for him to like just massacre like. I don't know, whatever it is, 15 teenage girls. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's a good point, but uh, I don't if know. Maybe anything, he thought they deserved to die or whatever. I don't know. You know, if anything, I wouldn't be surprised if what happens is, like, say, like, in the next season, so the cabin's gone due to flames. The girls say, like, find coach or find the tree, and they, like, see matches, and they're like, oh, it fucking must have been coach, and then it's that's a rat for coach. Right, they're going to hunt him. Uh, he tried yeah. to kill himself. We saw that too in episode. I think seven. Yeah. He's thinking about it hard. Yeah. And uh, Nat also seems like she has some like devious intentions now that she's the new like queen leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a wild scene too. We were talking about the king of the north earlier. We, it was very similar to that. We had a bunch of swearing mm. allegiances. Yeah, like kneeling, like bowing, yeah, like, big time, and everyone touching her shoulders like, just because Lottie said so. Crazy. Yeah. Like the wilderness fucking said so because yeah, she didn't it's die. not me anymore. All right, I guess her. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. This camera at least it seems to be staying steady now, so we should be good. Yeah, maintain. 
Like I said, I got another battery of things for that. I think. <laughs> I think we're all right. Um, do we have? Oh yeah, like I said, overall not as good as season one. Big moments, like I said, season two. I mean, uh, episode two was really, really good. I think it was episode like five or something like that. I really, really liked too. There was definitely another episode that I really, really enjoyed. But a little bit of a step down. Between the layoff, only nine episodes, it just should have been better. It should have banged harder. Okay. It should have banged harder. That's just my opinion. But. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's still it's the kind of show that uh, could improve depending on what happens after it. You know? Sure. Like it adds more meaning to it or whatever. But sure. I'll get Lost back seen. in. Lost ain't out yet. I, know, Lose, I can't be on it, man. I'll get Lost back in. Come on. Way more cannibalism coming up in the second winter here. Don't worry. I'm ready for the, the, I want. I know that's what you're there for. I want the masks. I want like the masks and like the furs, like we saw like in the first season yeah. that was teased. And I wanted to see some more cries. Around. Yeah, well, more of what we saw when like Nat ran out, like after she was picked. And she, yeah. like, all the girls are just like Aah! a lot more of that shit. Yeah, but more intense. Like I said, the masks. I want the whole fucking thing. Do you think they like kill some hikers that come by or something like that before they get rescued or uh, you, know, you never know something man. like that? These girls <laughs> or the uh, or maybe scavengers. Maybe the spirit brings them another plane or something and they kill everybody on the plane. Some crazy shit like that. <laughs> That'd be wild. Maybe we should get you in the writers' room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that um, would be wild. That'd be, that's a guy that's, uh, that's like a lot more carnage watching right now. Fucking like another plane landed with a whole bunch more people. That'd be just like from basically. People just keep fucking showing up. Yeah. Which that's another show we mentioned that one in the podcast. That one needs to pick up too. From needs to pick up. Yeah, it hasn't been terrible, but it's been very just lackluster. It's yep. been very mediocre. This is the only way I can describe it. Not bad. Definitely not great. Very mediocre. Another one. We're not getting any answers. No answers to anything at yeah, all. It's been a slow burn for sure. No answers. <laughs> People love it too. Reviews are fucking. People love like the critics blow that show up. It's wild. Even like uh, again on that fucking Flixer site, it's like an eight point five. Which things are not like. It's hard to get a good rating. On I have to give it like the the acting is actually really good in the show, considering the fact that it's no really well known actors. But yeah, for sure. No. But for sure, like the actual plot of the show needs to pick up. Like it needs to start advancing. Like let's start making some making some moves in that show. Big time. Big time. Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, but do we have any uh, any other overall thoughts? I mean, we know Los is kind of out, so we have to imagine you're not very high on season two. No, season two stunk. Um, I don't know. Like I said, just half the show just sucks. I just I can't stunk. half the show sucks, dude. I can't. Tough, dude. I can't stand the future. I mean, the the present day storyline. It's absolute garbage. What about this crazy? Don't care about it. Just give me the kids in the wilderness. That's all I'm here for. I want to see the chaos. I want to see you guys fucking literally <laughs> added to the throats to survive. Instead, I get I, I get a bunch of these fuckers that are just complaining about, Ooh. <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> no, no. In, the, in the present day, they just, they just complain about their I issues. I hate my they, kids. They complain about their issues that they had 20 years ago in the wilderness. It's just like, come issues. on, what are we doing here? A lot yeah. of issues. That I want my bad. election. I hate myself. <laughs> I want to get my dog. Bitch, you won! <laughs> you didn't lose, you won! <laughs> I uh, scare my kid at night. Yeah, no, that was, I mean, she murdered her dog. That yeah. wasn't great. Yeah, that was pretty weird. She was like eating dirt. <laughs> we didn't know, like, we don't know anything about that still. Yeah, like, no, it's there's a lot call. of weird shit with that. Yeah, no, like, for sure. It's, uh, it's unanswered questions. For sure. 
She might just be fucked up medically, which is what it could just yeah. all be about, too. Uh, Van's got cancer. We found that out. Yeah. That scene, though, kind of like what we were just saying, when Lottie just literally like breaks down all of their shit in present day was pretty funny. She's <laughs> like, you murdered a guy. You murdered a couple of people. You're on drugs and ready to murder yourself. Yeah. <laughs> she just went right around the room. It was pretty funny. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. She hit it all right on the head. We're doing so great. Yeah, for real. Uh, thoughts? Season two overall? Compared I liked season it. one. You liked it? Um, yeah, so I, I didn't get into it until you brought it up that season two was coming out. So I I watched season one and two back-to-back pretty much. Word. But uh, caught the last seven episodes of season two as they came out. Um, so it's harder for me to differentiate. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but Binge versus I liked, them, I liked both a lot. Um, I'm into it. I, I wish that they gave us a little bit more. Uh, but if they're trying to slow burn five seasons, I just hope it's a, a reveal it's worth it. Yeah, um, hope so. as long as it is, you know, if it, if it's something that should have been out after, you know, three seasons, three, four, if it's like, a, if it, but if it's a big enough story, yeah, it depends. Then on I'm cool with it. Far down and, I'm, and I'm I'm still bought in. I'm ready to see what they got. Uh, yeah, like who knows? At the end, I, of this I give it a solid B, B, B plus, solid. Yeah, I'd probably go like B minus. Yeah. So yeah, we're not far off. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, I mean, who knows? Like, I'd say maybe at the end of this thing, there's like only one girl left in present day. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, this whole, we watch this whole story from Get a one-on-one. Yeah, and the next thing you know, we just have, like, one one bitch left standing at the mm-hmm. end. You know what I mean? She's the other queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Like, the queen of the wilderness. Because right. that's country. kind of been a mystery this whole time, too. We've seen these shots of the antler queen. So now I and have we, to imagine that's that's Nat now, right? But we were so sure it was Lottie before. That's true. And then also, um, Shauna has the, that crazy, not crazy, but she's like, Writing down in her journal, she's like, "I don't get why it wasn't me." Like she, she thinks it should be her. That yeah, was, that they was keep chosen. kind of mentioning like that she seems important. Like we need you. I don't yeah. know why they feel like that, but right. So, like I was saying, there's uh, no way it's just because that she's able to like butcher these animals and shit because she didn't know how to do that coming into. It. I think the coach walked her through it at first, but like you, I'm sure we can teach that to another person. I know. Like, yeah. What was the first thing? Was it the bear or? What was the first thing that like they had to butcher? Uh, no, it wasn't the. I don't think it was the bear. I think it was something else. Maybe a deer. Maybe mm-hmm. deer. Maybe deer. Something like that. Deer, rather. Yeah. Some kind of shit like that. I think it was. Like yeah, it was like a weird moment when they chose her to do that, and then she just like was pigeon, pigeonholed into that. She like yeah. stepped up, and then they said like, "Who wants to?" Do like, yeah, it? I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure the coach is the one that like is like, "All right, you got to do this first, then do this." So I mean I can't imagine that's the only reason, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? And then we got the questions about that underground thing. Yeah, and then all the hallucinations people are having, the stuff on the plane. Oh, the, girls the, th- started, the thing in the mall. Yeah, the girls started hallucinating big time. Yeah, you even had like even like the minor characters, the girl with the mouse. The yeah, mouse was oh dead yeah, yeah, stiff as shit. The girl that kept hearing the uh, the dripping all season long, it was like fucking all blood came running down the walls and shit. Right. There was a lot of the girls. Yeah, Shauna, Shauna with uh, the dead body of yep. her friend. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the first one, pretty much. Yeah, no, the girls are starting to trip big time, which I mean they've been out here for a fucking long time. And it does, if you think about it, like if we're gonna try to say it might be medical, it does get its craziest right before they make a kill and eat, and then it chills out for a while. That's true. And then they're like. Not insane for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about fucking, if you don't eat, like, all day, by the end of the day, I'm fucking just bitching. It's like, ah, yeah. angry. But you actually hallucinate after four weeks or whatever. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Malnourished as shit. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for Yellow Jacket Chess. I think we can move on. Yes. Yeah? I, I'm done thinking of random things at the last second. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I just, three, I just had like, oh yeah, like, three episodes like to five go times. through. It's all good, baby. It's all good. We got through, like I said, three episodes. Uh, let's get to our last couple things here. Movie reviews. We have two animated movies. Like I said, we got Mario Brothers and Across the Spider-Verse. Two movies that I have nothing but good things to say about both. Um, start off with Mario Brothers. First things first, the movie is absolutely killing it. It has just crossed over 1.3 billion worldwide. It is wow. the third highest animation ever, grossing-wise, at the box office. Wow. Uh, I think it did like 500 in US and then like 750 or 800 uh, overseas. But, wow. I mean, as soon as we saw the trailer for this movie, I right away I was like, this this just looks like a good time. This looks like a fun time. And it was exactly that. It was everything that I feel like you could hope for at the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope it does this. I hope it does that. I hope it does this. I feel like it pretty much nailed all those things. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. I would put this soundtrack for this movie up against like any soundtrack from any movie ever mm. this fucking soundtrack banged so goddamn hard it was one after the other i couldn't stop i couldn't believe it i was just like this is unbelievable every yeah. single song bang. Be- beastie boys early on set the tone that's yes you're yeah. absolutely right yeah it yeah. really did it really did you're absolutely right no sleep till brooklyn unreal soundtrack the animation was super tight. Uh, as soon as it like came out in the trailer, a lot of people were like surprised by the Chris Pat thing as Mario, which right. I kind of was too. I told Lewis because we watched it together. He said he could detect it a little bit. I had no idea. If I, I mean, if I didn't know, I would have no idea that that was Chris Pratt. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I think Jack Black was surprisingly not that Jack Blacky too. Yeah, no, for you sure. Pick I it up, he was pick, great. pick it up once in a while. Yeah, he did great, but great. I didn't. It didn't sound like Jack Black. He was like doing a voice, for sure. so it. I don't know. It sounded that exact. Good. See, like that one, I could detect a little bit. Like, yeah, not once in a while, a tiny bit. I was like, I know that exaggerated Jack. Yeah, you know I mean? I've heard it enough. When he leans into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when he's singing in school of rock and shit. You know what I mean? Pages, 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 pages. Oh my! <laughs> How hard would we fucking die at that goddamn uh, song? Uh, it's a banger. It was a. It is a banger. It's gonna be my fucking my my wedding song. Are you kidding me? <laughs> When they came back to Got it the during meanings. the credits and they played it again during the credits, I was like, I love when people are something like they knew it. They were like, we struck gold with this song. Let's <laughs> yeah. play it a second time during the credits. I don't know if you watched through, uh, not all the way through. But it was like the mid credits, you know. The I, I made sure there was. Uh, oh yeah, right. yeah. I, I figured there would probably be some sort of after credit, mid credit thing. Dude, but, yeah. dying. We saw that yeah. dying. Jack Black was great. Like I said, Chris Pratt. I didn't. I wouldn't even have known it was him. But I yeah. thought. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and I didn't actually know any of the other names going into it too. Oh, okay. But then after, at the end scene, like Amy Taylor Joy and yeah, Carly I thought Day she did a good job, like, but I think she does a good job in everything. But I didn't pick out anybody. They all just did a great job. Yeah, no, I thought good. Yeah. Uh, Key as Toad was awesome. Which Toad is mm. been my. He's like Toad's my guy. Like you know, he's my he's my guy. <laughs> Toad's my dog. And I thought Key and I thought Key was perfect, and I thought Toad was the best character in the movie. I thought Toad was fucking awesome. <laughs> I thought Toad was wicked good. I love him. Uh, I literally said to Steph while we were watching it because I rewatched it like like a day ago just to you know get a little refresher in my memory. Mm-hmm. This might have been Seth Rogen's best role since like Neighbors. <laughs> Solid. No, like no joke. Like Seth Rogen put out a lot of shit. He was in that Fableman's movie, which I liked, but his character was wicked forgettable. He was in a good movie. Was like, you know what I mean? But his yeah. role was super forgettable. 
Yeah, it's good. No, it's been a little while. Like every, all his old stuff's great. But oh yeah, of course. Like yeah, that interview Pablo Express. Politics broke his brain. Mm. Just broke his brain. His body, his soul, everything about him oh. died. I didn't know he was a politic guy. Oh yeah, follow him on Twitter. It's awesome. Stick, <laughs> stick to the weed, man. Yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, like reading said, the jokes. Best best role I would say since Name is Anya Taylor Joy was awesome. Key is Toad is awesome. Jack Black was awesome. Charlie Day. Charlie was, Day. Luigi was yep. awesome. He was the one that did like actually no him and Anya Taylor Joy they did like nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were just time. like I'm gonna be me. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a really good job though. like I said I thought that they did a cool job of making sure to even if it was only for like a split second they showed like almost every character in the universe you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. they got Diddy Kong during the fight scene for like a split second yeah he was they like cheering him. at the end or whatever. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the king has to silence him now. it's enough Diddy did you Diddy Kong yeah, yeah. Uh, I like uh, Shy Guy same thing. They, they just did these little tiny pops yeah. to kind of try and get in as many characters from the universe as they could. I mm-hmm. liked that. Yeah, all those cages with Luigi. Like, had, had different random people in it. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Just yeah. little little tiny pots to pop those guys in. Uh, I also thought that the Mario Kart scene was, mm-hmm. like, perfect. Rainbow Road, yeah. Like, perfect. That was cool. They started off with, uh, if you played the Switch version of Mario Kart, you get to, like, literally customize your entire cart. Down to like if it's a, a cart or a, a motorcycle, you pick your wheels and all that shit. So that's how they kind of started it off. That was awesome. Yeah, cool. I, I definitely didn't get every single Mario reference. I, I've I've played like a quarter of the games, maybe. Okay. But um, I know the general stuff. But yeah, yeah. I know there was a lot of deep references, which pe- pe- people go there for. The, well, the, the best, pulls, yeah. in my opinion, the best reference was so they do the Mario Kart scene. They're all riding down. I think they're at the Donkey Kong map at first. But then they jump through the clouds and they land on Rainbow Road, which was awesome because obviously yeah. Rainbow Road's like the most famous map. But then at one point they're getting chased, so they have to split into three groupings. And Mario goes one way, and of course she's the one that's being chased. And he literally does the shortcut on Rainbow Road where he jumps off of his bridge down to the lower level bridge mm. for the quick, the quickest access. And I was like, that was awesome. Yeah, I was that's, like, that's, that's a default. Yeah, I was like, that's attention to detail, dude, to put that shit in. I was like, that was dope. Right. Because that's like a one in ten chance that a racer has to take, right? That's like that's a really hard move to make. Yeah, once you play that I mean, once you like get the if you play once the you game, it. yeah. Once you play the game, it's like fucking just like anything, like those fucking jumps in Halo 2 and shit like that. You yeah. just know how to do it. BXRs. Exactly. Uh but no, I, like I said, I thought this movie was as good as I could have possibly imagined. Uh, I'd say it was like an 8.4, 8.5. I, I really, really loved it. I thought it was awesome. The animation was super tight. Like I said, yeah. soundtrack, I'd put up against anything. It was awesome. I really lo- I, I loved it. I watched it twice. Yeah. I thought it was great. I think it was great, too. I, I was surprised there was so much Donkey Kong in it, too. Love that. Yeah. Uh, that whole sequence of going to get the Donkey Kong army was, I thought, it was awesome. Like, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. And the upgrades and stuff were pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. They did a very cool job with that. Like yeah. him hating mushrooms. That yeah. was like that yeah, whole thing subtle. was clever. That I was missed very, it. Very, very good. Yeah, I missed it during the pasta, but it was a good, uh, yeah, good reveal. Yeah, that was that was very, very awesome. I loved that. I yeah. loved the uh, the donk during the Donkey Kong fight too, when he fucking eats the mushrooms. Like you're gonna fight someone your own size now. And you just go down to like Ant Man size. Yeah, <laughs> no, that stuff was very good. The Mamma Mia's every time was in slow motion. That was fucking perfect too. All yeah. that it was it was awesome. And then just the the huge end scene with the star too. Oh, just like that perfectly executed yes. beast mode. 
actually, you say star, and that actually just reminded me of another thing that I wanted to mention before we move on. The suicide star was fucking hilarious. That star that was like kept in the prison, or I don't know, I think it was a star. Yeah, it was definitely a star. But he was like kept in the prison cells, and he just like said the most negative suicidal shit, but like yeah. the most upbeat voice. A little floaty time. blue thing. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he had me dying, dude. <laughs> I guess it was just too dark for me. I, I was more just confused every time. Oh, my God. Well, it's funny you say that because I was like looking at Steph and I was like, this is a children's movie. <laughs> yeah. At one point, it was just like, there's no chance of escape. We just wait here until our inevitable deaths. Yeah. But he says it in such a playful way. I was like, I was dying, dude. I was cracking the fuck up. Yeah. It's like, well, where's the next line, please? Like, save us from this. You just kept saying it. Like he said, the most up pit, like utmost, like, you know, positive voice, but the most, like, suicidal shit. Yeah. I was dying. Dying. Los, Mario, you liked it, right? Yeah. I, uh,. The first time that we saw a trailer for that, one of the movies that we were going to see, I was instantly like, this movie's going to be terrible. And I couldn't have been more wrong because it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was for animation, it. I'd give it like a 9 out of 10. I thought it was awesome. Boy, I, thought they they go. I thought they absolutely crushed it, and I would recommend anyone to go see it. Hell yeah. And if Los likes something he's given a nine, that's the biggest That's a ringing endorsement yeah. from Mr. Los. You ain't going to get a better endorsement from this podcast than that right there, ladies and gentlemen. Go check out Mario Bros. No, I, he did I, say I for that. an animated movie, it's a nine out of ten. Ah, so that's a, you never know what that means. You never know what that means. Hey, it's like a tough caveat. $1.3 billion, bro. Yeah, the one know. thing that I actually give it in my criticism with uh, the Spider-Verse movie it's just I, I thought it was way crisper in terms of animation. Very different style, but no, I, I get what you're saying because the animation in this was seamless. It, it was really very, cool. very crisp. Yeah, it didn't just look like a video game. Like no, 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 no. It was fucking clean for sure. And, and I'm pretty sure they only spent a hundred mil on the total budget. No shit. With all those good actors and that crazy animation, which is impressive. I. I already said I think sometimes when you do these animated movies and it's such an not easy but it's an easier job for these people rather than being on set and doing all this when they can just go into a studio where it's air conditioned and fucking spit some lines into a microphone and they hear like it's so easy to pitch let's say who the last person was right let's say if the last person was on your table Joy, hypothetically they're like hey we already got Chris Pratt we got Jack Black we got Charlie Day we got Seth Rogen and they're like she's like oh shit like sick and all I have to do is Right, all I gotta do is pop into a studio, fucking, if they live in Hollywood, they do the studios right there, you know what I'm saying? Like, all you have to do is drive down the fucking street, and you go and do your job, you know what I'm saying? And it's gonna make a fucking killing. Yeah. So it's like, why not, you know what I mean? It's an easy paycheck, and you get to work with a bunch of cool people, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, it's already half made, or mostly made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yep. No set, like I said, all you have to do is pop in the studio and fucking spit some lines. That's cool. What could be better than that? Yeah. Uh... They, they did. I feel like they did a good job of sticking to like the real characters that we know and love too. Uh, Peach is one that they changed a little bit, but it was all for like good stuff. I feel like she, Peach is always like the helpless. I don't, yeah. she, she's good in like Super Smash Bros and stuff, but which I actually kind of like that they made her a little bit more like cocky, confident. In this, yeah, to be honest, yeah, she was great. I thought she, yeah, I thought she was good. It was a good change, even like when they do like the um, like you know like the um, like the obstacle course scene, basically. Right, she was not impressed with Mario. Yeah, yeah, but then at the end, like he, she's like, "Oh, but you made it so close." And he's like, "Yeah, how many times did it take you?" And, like a lot. And she's like, "Oh yeah, a lot. Like more than it took you." And he's just like, "You did it on your first try, did you?" Like, I did my first try. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm great. I love Anya Taylor-Joy, man. I don't care if it's on-screen animation or anything. She <laughs> is fucking awesome. She is... I think she's the... As far as actresses go, I think she's the future. I put, like... Shout out Florence Pugh. I put Florence Pugh right behind her, but I think Anya Taylor-Joy is... Oh, yeah, she's unbelievable, man. She's unreal. Yeah, I do Who? Like Florence... Florence Pugh? <laughs> I actually watched Black Widow again like two or three days ago. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, you meant Florence Pugh. Pugh! This is a bold take. A lot of, some people might be upset about this. If they didn't blow Taskmaster in that Black Widow movie, mm. Black Widow's like... That's a top tier MCU movie. It's not like right. the best, but it's it's top tier. That movie fucking bang. I love that movie. I really do. It was good. Great family dynamic. Tons of comedy. Awesome actions. Uh, awesome action sequences. Introduce some like very entertaining characters and David Harbour and Zoe Pugh. I'm sorry, Pugh. Like Florence Pugh. Oh my. Yeah. Uh I fucking Taskmaster was butchered. Absolutely huh. butchered. Like, uh, in regards to how he's supposed to be? Or like just a terrible actor? The or... fact, like, the storyline, like, the way that they did it, it's just like, oh, yeah, this girl's, like, this girl's, like, his daughter. She's supposed to get blown up. And it, mm. like, Taskmaster's a badass. They, like, should have done it the right way. But aside from that, that movie, that movie bangs. Bangs. Yeah. The Nirvana intro, too, with the fucking Nirvana intros, bangs. It's awesome. Good, good damn movie. I'm not even the biggest like Black Widow fan, but I that movie's yeah, awesome. Solid, like the Russian spy angle on. I do, that. yeah, I do. It's cool. I do, yeah. I do. Speaking of watching Stranger Things back, <laughs> Stranger Things three is by far and away the best season. And I'm also going to double down on something that I definitely realized <laughs> at the time. Vecna was very cool and shit. Vecna was a badass. He was fucking scary, intimidating. The mind flare from season three takes such a dump on Vecna. It's not even. It's not even close. The mind flare is fucking scary. And dude, Vecna needs four kills to open up the fucking portal to split open all the fucking uh, whatever it is, whatever town they're in. The mind flare kills like half the like maybe like ten percent of the population of the whole town. He sucks in so many people to make himself so big, and all those people die. Children, old people, middle-aged people, puppies. For real, mind flare. Wait, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. Wait, I couldn't agree with you more. All I have to say is the scene with fucking. Uh, Let me tell you, Cotton. Who's the Who's the really nerdy one out of the four? I can't forget his name. Uh, Dustin. No, no, no. The, other, the quiet one. Uh, Will. Yeah, Will. When Mill When Will gets face fucked by the fucking mind flare, <laughs> and he's just going, and he's just got all. Oh man, that right there. That's all I need to know. I'm not. I'm not messing with them. With oh the my god! Oh yeah, he's gonna get activated big time in season five. He's gonna be. I think Will's gonna be like the big bad somehow in season five. But like I said, yeah. I mean, he was scarred as a child. You watch Stranger Things? I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god! <laughs> you say it? What the I, fuck? I, you made me admit that like four times on this podcast already. I'm sorry. I do smoke a lot before I come in. Usually. That's okay. No, I know you just can't believe it. You just think better of me, so you don't want to believe. That it. is insane. Dude, I just I'm watched sorry. the whole thing back, and I fucking... That's probably, like, the seventh time. Not, like, the new season, you know what I'm saying? Like well, the, you're the aficionado of all group. things Stranger Things. Oh, man, I can't. All things Stranger. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I just banged... I just finished the uh, the prequel book, which was tight. A+. Plus. Tight. Toy, like a toy guy? Tight. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Especially if you're... I mean, if you're a big fan of the show, check out the book. It's awesome. It it's all about Eleven's mom and shit. You gotta readjust a little bit. Knocked me out of there. 
Get yeah, me I on camera, it. damn it. I love it. <laughs> um, but yes, back to formula. Uh, Mario Bros., very, very good. Los gives in a nine. Can't get a bigger endorsement. I'm saying 8.5. Luki really liked it as well. As tight as soundtrack, as tight as animation as you're going to find. Yeah, it was fun. Go check it out. Also, 90 minutes. Not a crazy Love that, thing yeah. to watch. Yeah. Good time the whole time. No, no wasted that. time. All either references or jokes or cool shit on, on the screen. So. Worth I'm it. one of those guys. I actually have no problem with like, if you tell me a movie's three hours and fucking 20 minutes, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, as but long it's, as it's it refreshing fucking, still. Yeah, no, as long as it plays, yeah. I'm it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I like. I also love the same thing. Like, if we have a 90 minute movie and it's just like this is the story we're doing, we're gonna bang it out. Like let's go. I love that too. I yeah. love it. I you know what I mean? I can appreciate whatever it is. Yeah. But something. What about was the, the uh, what was the Netflix one for the Scorsese did a couple years ago? The Irishman. Mm-hmm. That one like did not bang throughout. Yeah. That one did not bang throughout. Dude, that movie I started at night. I fell asleep. I woke up in the morning. It was still going. Uh, so <laughs> were you? Did you watch that here with us? Uh, I did. I fell asleep, and, then, right. I, and then I woke up in the morning, and it was still going. <laughs> All right, word. I was gonna say we watched it here when it first came out with like I think six. I think it was like six people. And when I'll it ended, it me and Dylan were the only two people still awake. And I remember me and Dylan just looking at each other, we're like, "Well, that kind of stuck." <laughs> and then Dylan was like, "Yeah, it did. I'm out of here. I'm leaving." <laughs> and I had to wake up everybody else. It was like season one of the movie or something. Like, what's going on? <laughs> it, was, it was tough, man. I love Scorsese, but that one was just tough. A lot of legends in it, though. But, yeah. Tough. Uh, let's get to our last bit here. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, which I think actually we're going to start there real quick just for a few minutes because you didn't see Across the Spider-Verse with us, but you just recently dove into into the Spider-Verse. Yes, which I know is another thing I you feel a lot of shame on my regard. Ah, it's all right. Yeah. I actually... At least I've been missing out. Not as long as you, for sure, obviously. But it actually took me a while to see this, too. Like, it had already been out, like, over a year before I saw it. And it was getting so, so much pub over and over again. I was like, fine, like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. And as soon as I watched it, instantaneously, I was like, oh, man, I wish I had watched it sooner, right yeah. away. Yeah, no, it is really cool. I, I thought it must be, like, a basic... I don't know. I don't know why I thought it was a simpler thing, but it's really like one of the more intense, in-depth movies and a bunch of really cool, creative characters and caught me off guard. And yeah, really, really new, innovative. Banger of a soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another banger. Yeah. And makes you makes you love everybody in the movie. I don't know. Something about it. Oh, it's like sure. You buy into everybody. You want, you want Miles to succeed. You want Gwen to be awesome. And you want all, the, like the, the chump... Thirty-year-old uh, Spider-Man, yeah, be great. Yeah, I was yeah. Say. the us version of Spider-Man. <laughs> I love the. All right, let's do this one more time, over and over and over again. I love that. That shit always cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Wicked tight animation. Yeah, I love like the actual comic book, like bang, boom, pals, and all that kind of shit. Big fan of that yeah. stuff. I texted you early on too that uh, I caught a line that you quote all all the time. He's like at at his new school or whatever, and his shoes are untied. He goes. I'm aware it's a choice. I know, like I've, I've definitely heard you say that to the point where I say it times. so often now that I actually like when you texted me that I'm not even kidding. I was like, that is where I I literally <laughs> forgot that that's where I get that from. I say it that often. Like I'm aware it's a choice. I know. I feel like you've been saying it for ten years. Yeah, I say it quick. Like he pauses a little bit. Like I say it like in one fluid. Like I'm aware it's a choice. Yeah, <laughs> one sentence. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do do that all the time. Yeah. 
great, great. Got me bought in right away too. Maybe love me more. Well, I mean, the first one is quite literally like it's a, it's a masterpiece. It really is. Like not to even like be sarcastic. It literally is a masterpiece because, like you said, you get attached to these characters, even though it's animation. It's so like. The leap of faith scene, I'll like you can put it up against like any animation, not animation. That fucking scene is amazing. Like it's fucking yeah. awesome. Him literally playing Peter's voice in his head when he's just sitting there, like looking down, and then the actual it's it's awesome. The music again kills really cool. it. It's fucking yeah, unreal got, scene. Got uh, what is that? Is it Post Malone or Kendrick? That one's Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah, yeah. It's just like really cool. Just having that kind of real universe. He's listening to like a new Kendrick song, and yeah. like is his driving he's force. Got like the, he's got the chance to wrap a poster on. Sings it to role. himself a couple times, like to like get motivation and stuff. I don't know. It was just very immersive, even though it was so out there. At the same time, I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. You get spider cool vibes. Yeah, you got yeah. fucking uh, the futuristic one from Japan. Yeah, yeah, Spider Noir. Spider Noir is the man. Yeah. I mean, Nicholas. Like, let me tell you. I have never done a 180 on someone more in my life than Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I didn't know that was him. Growing up, I always liked like National Treasure. I love National Treasure. Like love National Treasure. And I was yeah. always like, Con Air is fine, even though it's kind of a mediocre movie. But like, even his character in that fucking Poe kind of is a bitch ass. <laughs> Nick, you remember your favorite line from Spider Noir? Oh my god! <laughs> we don't pick the ballroom. We just dance. <laughs> Classic, that's good dude. That's a great fucking line. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, that's probably going to be the title of this week's episode. We go to the ballroom. We just dance. Probably just probably just pick that right there. Not not the I'm aware is a choice. Yeah, no, <laughs> a little less that, catchy. That was, a little less uh, catchy. The Nicolas Cage one. But like I was saying, I've never done a bigger 180 on anybody in my like, dude. Nicolas Cage has won me over over the last like couple of years. I mean, the unbearable weight of massive talent. I can't say it enough. I've, I've talked about it already. Like was fucking awesome and nobody else on planet earth could have made that movie nobody else like no one else has Nicolas Cage's psychotic story of ups and downs like and yeah. to be so self-aware <laughs> like again a work of art it was a masterpiece I fucking I couldn't believe how much I loved that movie uh, but Spider-Man Noir is the man I, I'm, honestly I've turned around big time I'm a huge Nicolas Cage guy I didn't know Spider-Noir was him yeah but yeah I, I, have, I think I've always loved Nicolas Cage I also didn't know how crazy he was until oh, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know more than five years ago but less than ten I don't know but yeah he's a, he's a wild nut he he spends all his money after every movie right or at least he did he's, he's and bankrupt for bankrupts bit. himself after every movie so uh, he has to yeah. do another movie buying like yeah. fossils and dinosaurs yeah, yeah exactly and shit it was yeah, crazy yeah he still has net worth. He just has no cash. <laughs> like, no, nah, I like all my cool shit. Let me make another movie. So it was just so make my mortgage payment. Many bad Nicolas Cage movies. Like it was. Well, that's part of it. He was desperate to pay the bill. It was yeah. It, yeah. But he had some crazy shit. Um, have you seen Pig? That one was new. I haven't seen that one. People loved it. That's pretty crazy. It's, Did it's you just, watch that one? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's also short. Was it pretty good? Yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, I know it got like really, really, really well. Uh, crit- like critics loved it. So. Yeah, I think you guys would like it. It's it's not for everybody because it's like the first twenty minutes are like silent and stuff. Like it's you know hard, hard, not as approachable for a lot of people. But, I got you. But uh, a little artsy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just him and his pig like hunting for mushrooms, like doing ASMR for like the first fifteen minutes. Or not, not mushrooms. Uh, fucking truffles. He's a truffle pig. He's a truffle pig. 
Yeah. I like that even better, to be honest. Yeah. I, like, I like that even better. I thought you knew that already, no? No. He, he, he's just like tr- like prized truffle pig, and they live in the deep forest, and Nicolas Cage like loves living by himself, and just occasionally has this truffle dealer come to him and is like spinners, SUV, and buys truffles off him. No shit. But then they, they fucking take his pig, and he's, he's fucking Look, pissed about it. Did you see it? No, I uh, read about it, and I, I did want to watch it. That's the trailer. Yeah, we're going to check that one out. I completely forgot all about it, and... Definitely, we got to give that a watch. Yeah, yeah we're gonna check it's, that one. Out. Yeah, not not too, not too long, and yeah, it's just a revenge John Wick kind of thing. I'm tell you, back. I watch another Nicolas Cage movie. Kenner <laughs> be going. He's gonna be shooting up that rankings, boy. Yeah, he's already on the way up, but his stock's gonna go way up. You took my pig. <laughs> God, I hope that's a line in the movie. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, that sounds fantastic. I love it already. i got to be honest, I love it already. That sounds awesome. All right, I'll get on it. Uh, before we move, though, fucking, we see, we're going to, Spider-Man Noir, we get a quick little glimpse of him very quickly at the end of Across the Spider-Verse. But I've heard some rumors that we might be seeing some of these spider characters in um, live action. I would love to see Nicolas Cage in live action as Spider-Man Noir. Oh, my God. Like, like, I I mean, love it. I'd fucking <laughs> die, dude. I'd die. He would fit the mold, too, because it's like an older version of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And, like, he's obviously getting up there in age himself. So For works, sure. I think it works well. Oh, that'd, be fucking awesome. that'd be great. Just to see, like, seeing him. And, oh, my God. I would, I'd die. I would die. Die happy, man. Yeah, for real. Uh, but, yeah, no. Into the Spider-Verse, obviously, like I said, I, I legitimately think it's a masterpiece. So yeah, get another new one. Yeah. You, you can spoil whatever. I'm cool. Yeah, no, we're gonna keep it somewhat spoiler free, but we're gonna talk about it a bit. Yeah. So a lot of pressure on this movie in a way. They delayed it, which I think if you've seen it, you know was the right move. They fucking this thing was crisp. This thing was clean. The animation was sick. Uh, when we first saw it, we actually thought that our theater itself was a little malfunctioning. Because the first opening monologue for say like ten like ten minutes ish was super quiet to the point where like everybody in the theater like was thinking the same thing and like no one was even like touching their candy or anything you know what yeah. I mean everyone just like trying to be as silent as they can huge release like that which is right which is weird and then afterwards we found I least I found out on Twitter that it was like rolling across the country that. Like even IMAX, Dolby Atmos, which we went to Dartmouth, so we didn't see it in Dolby. Mm. Even like Dolby and IMAX were all having like the same issues. Damn. Yeah. So that was one little like one little thing, which I guess that's something that they said that they can clean up. Was it only the first ten minutes, or that was just the worst part? It happened a couple more times, was but it now. wasn't like as like so. When I said when you have like a monologue and it's like ten minutes long, it's all the same. It's very noticeable. Whereas it's just like a line or two sprinkled in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but that was definitely the biggest sequence where it was like very noticeable. That sucks. Um, but I thought as far as living up to the first one and being a sequel and the, the delay of the, the, the release, I thought this movie fucking banged. I thought it was really, really, really good. I do think that the first one is definitely still a, a little bit of a tear up. It's not quite what the first one was, in my opinion. I thought that they did everything right. Like I like I said, I thought it was a totally great sequel. I loved it. I think they did everything right. But I think everything was just a slight step down from the first movie. The soundtrack, definitely not as good. 
I thought that like the plot in the first one was much more like straightforward. Like there was a break in the timeline, and we have these Spider-Men, we have to get them back. Whereas the second one was almost kind of just like, hey, let's like hang out and go fuck around in like the multiverse of Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? And then like things kind of unravel from there. Yeah, just them existing rather than having a mission kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So I like like that more centered plot in the first one. Another thing that I thought was a big difference was the pacing. The first one, I think, just bangs. Like, every single scene, it just bangs, 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 bangs. Whether it's something action-y or something funny, the movie just goes. This one was a little bit longer, and it... Not like it was a bad thing, but it felt a little bit longer. Like, I easily thought they could have trimmed maybe, like, like 10, 12 minutes off, like, pretty easily. Yeah. The last thing that I thought was kind of like a, a negative was the fact that because you'll see in the trailers, because it was such a massive, massive undertaking of like like a, over a hundred Spider-Men, yeah. you weren't able to kind of go and spend a little bit more time and get in depth with the characters as you did in, into the Spider-Verse. Well, that. You know, those are like the small little nitpicking things that I can take away. Like I said, though, I thought this movie was awesome. I loved it. I'd give it like an 8.9, whereas the first one I'd almost give like, I'd give like a 9.8. I think the first one was incredible. Yeah. So like I said, everything was really good. I had like, you know, I said, not, it's nitpicking. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it has such a high standard to, exactly. to held to. Yeah. I can tell you this, though. After this one, the third one they did quick because they already like they did them at the same time. So the third one's coming mm-hmm. less than a year from now. I think it's May. I want to say wow, twenty twenty four. Look at them. If the third one is equivalent and on the same standard as the first two, you're going to be able to argue like it's the best comic book trilogy, like right up there with like the Christopher Nolan Batman's. Whatever you want to pick, or the Guardians of the Galaxy right now is getting a lot of pub. Is it? No, that's really. I. I, I'm telling you, man. You're I don't know about that it. one, bud. Ah. It's good. I mean, the Dark Knight's awesome. It's, Sour it's incredible. <laughs> but you're gonna have you're gonna basically the way I look at it is you'll have Into the Spider Verse versus the Dark Knight, which are two literally masterpieces. Yeah. After the Dark Knight, though, I think there is a bit of a drop before you get to Returns, and then I think there's an even bigger drop before you get to Begins. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, Begins is way better than Returns. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. That's I mean, interesting. I don't know. I think me and Mitz agreed on this recently. Or not recently, but earlier in the podcast history. I love Begins. No? I think I that's a great movie. Love it. I love Begins. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, to each their own. I did yeah. like, um, what's Qui-Gon Jinn's character's name there? Liam Neeson's character in that. Uh, uh, I liked him. Yeah, He's a bad yeah. guy, obviously. He's got a crazy name like that, Qui-Gon, too. I know. Uh, I can't find him. We suck. Yeah, I can't think of it. I thought he was. How can we not get this? I thought he was good, but I don't know. Overall, it just lacked. I like. I actually, I like Returns. To be honest, I mean, I'm a great. I just, I just didn't like the cops. Like, I don't know, cops not having guns after they get out of the sewers and stuff, and like it was just not realistic. Yeah, bunch of. It was mostly fights that should have been fought with guns that had no guns. Yeah, it it just was completely not immersing. Yeah, yeah. Like, they live a tank 
like fed five tanks against a mob of armless cops, and they just let the cops run up and like start punching people and stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's like all right, uh, this is not a real conflict. That's fair. Uh, that's, that's fair. I'll take all. Uh, I'll take all that. That's definitely true. There's some problems. There's some problems. Problem. But uh, Razal Ghul is who we're thinking. Razal Ghul, there you go. Nailed yeah. it. We had, we had Nailed it. it. Chuck it down. Liam Neeson's. Uh, I, I love Tom Hardy and I love Dan Hathaway. I mean, I'm a huge yeah. fan. I love no, both. I, yeah, I like Bane. He was my born dogs. in the darkness. Yeah. I love Dan Hathaway, too. I thought she was bomb. Molded by I love her. Love her. Uh, but yeah, no, like I said, it's, it's much my opinion. opinion. I think that is a step down. I, I think, think that if this third movie bangs, I think you can argue it. Like I said, you can argue it. Not necessarily yeah. saying that it is, but I'm saying I think yeah. you can I mean, make the argument for it. You're saying an A plus and an A. Doesn't get much better than that. Right? Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, I could uh, I would be, I, like I said, 8.9, I'd go for this one. I would yeah. I'd put it just below the nine. Yeah, oh, still. Generous. But I thought it was really, I, I really, really liked it. Um, I would say a couple standouts I had before we shift to Los. I really liked the Spider Punk character. He was awesome. The baby Peter Parker killed me. Like three or four fucking times, I was dying at that goddamn baby. Uh, Spider-Man uh, India was really good and then I also thought the Spot who was the villain was a really good villain I'd like to see more of the Spot going forward which I think they're going to bring him back I thought the Spot was awesome he's alright as like a side villain but as like a main villain I, yep I totally get I don't, I don't like him I don't I totally actually I agree with that like make another movie and have him be like maybe 30 minutes of the movie like there they continue this and they start with him, but then really, like, it transitions to, like, a, the main villain. That That's kind of what they actually did for this one, sort of, with Oscar Isaac. You know what I mean? Oscar Isaac ended up being kind of, like, the real villain. But, yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, he's not going to be, like, the big, big bad, but as, like, a secondary, he was, I thought he was good. And I thought his animation was fucking very tight. Spider Punk's. Too, the fact that he was just a totally different Spider Punk was awesome. That was the best. So he was for I heard, I read that he was like a lot like his character. The animation was a large reason for the delay. Was like cleaning that up to make it look so seamless. Because they basically have an animation on top of a different animation. You know what I'm saying? Like not comic book style. They do a different style. Right. On top. I, I mean, they do kind of do something similar in the first one. Like even like Spider Man Noir kind of is a little bit different, but. This, this one's, one's like, like full blown, like very different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, like Shrek being in <laughs> yeah. Spider Verse kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yes. Exactly. Something yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Totally, totally different. But I thought his animation was tight. Uh, like I said, I, I very much liked it. Los, what do you what do you think? So I didn't talk much about Into the Spider Verse. So I'm going to start off with that. Into the Spider Verse was a fucking work of art. That movie was so good. Like it was good. Not only just from from an originality standpoint, it was original, but just the animation was flawless. The soundtrack itself, like I'm not talking about individual songs that make up the soundtrack. I'm talking about how well it meshes with the movie itself. Yeah, that soundtrack meshed with that movie better than any other soundtrack I've ever heard in my life. That's was, actually a really good point. It was Great unbelievable. Point. It was it was a it was a perfect soundtrack that just meshed with the movie, and and honestly, it it enhanced the movie. It made the movie way better and. Without that soundtrack, it would have been. It still would have been good, but it wouldn't have been as good as it was. No, that's a great um, point. But going into through the Spider Verse or across the Spider Verse, I liked it, um, but I wasn't in love with it. One um, of my complaints. I don't know if it was just me or not. I don't know. I was tired that night when we went to go see it, but I just felt like the animation wasn't as crisp as the first one. I don't know if they did that on purpose or not. 
And maybe it's just me, but I didn't think the animation was as crisp. And just like you said, Nick, it had points where it was a little bit slow, like the the Into the Spider Verse. Literally not a not a slow second from Very start to finish. Pace. It was like it was unbelievable. It kept my attention the entire time. I was on the edge of my seat. This one at one point I was like fighting to like not doze off because it just it lost me for a little bit. But that being said, I still enjoyed it. I still thought it was really good. I'd give it maybe like a like a seven point nine, maybe an eight out of ten. Um, but yeah, it was it was still good. I enjoyed it. But Into the Spider Verse, in my opinion, work of art. I'll watch that movie a hundred times probably before the end of my time. You know what? Good review. We actually well just kind of we mentioned it when we talked about Into the Spider Verse. That was another thing that this movie was no. I mean, it's tough to say it was lacking, but you didn't have that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like the leap of faith. I literally have a poster of it in my bedroom. Like that scene. It's like I said. It's fucking memorable. Like you can put that scene up. Like I said, against regular animation or regular. Like that fucking scene is. It's awesome from like the character development standpoint. Like Los just said, the soundtrack makes it better. The animation is crisp yeah that's it's a it's a memorable scene i feel like that sticks with you know fans of the comic book genre this movie which again it's it's hard to do that again but it didn't have it doesn't have that moment you know what i'm saying that moment of the movie there was a lot of good moments in the movie a lot of very enjoyable moments in the movie but it didn't have like that scene that really set it over the top i feel like yeah yeah and it's like you said, a tough one to compare it to. So the standard's high. It but, definitely uh, is. It definitely is. still sounds like it's well worth anyone's time, especially if you like the first one. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. definitely awesome. Milos and Steph went and checked it out on the Thursday, actually the day before it officially released. Hey. The theater was <laughs> bad. The theater was good, too. The theater was fucking... The theater was pretty... Not rowdy, but... But as soon as the as soon as the screen went black and stuff to start, there was a fucking round of applause. And then as soon as the screen went black to end it, there was another round of applause. Cool. So people liked it. There was I will say one thing that I did really like about it was that it was loaded with Easter eggs. Loaded with Easter eggs. Even though you don't like read a million comics. Or? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but one like that that st- it was very early that stood out for me right away that I really liked. I'm sure you'll probably remember it, but he goes, I have the power of the multiverse in the palm of my hand, which is the same line that Octavia says. I have the mm. power of the sun mm. in the palm of my hand. I do remember that, yeah. And right away, I was just like, I saw that, like, I heard that one, and right away, I was just like, all right. And that almost, like, elevated my attention to all of these little things. Yeah. And I was fucking like, really okay, they're doing it like this. Yeah. It's like, all right. Yeah. Cool. There's also a cool, like, so there's a cool scene, say, in the first one where Miles's spider sense goes off. You have, like, the tingle, and there's, like, the little, like, shock waves, like, electric shock waves, and it's in a green and purple, like, the screen split green and purple because of the Prowler. That's who he's fighting is the Prowler. Yeah. They do the same scene in this one, only the main bad guy is Spider-Man 2099, who's Oscar Isaac's character, and they do the same thing where the spider tingle is going off, the exact same shot. Only it's blue and red this time. Mm. So it was like a wicked cool callback to the first one for people that were like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. But it's like they doing the villain for this one, the villain for the first one. That was very cool. Hmm. Uh, and then the other thing was that, I mean, you didn't really expect it, but there was some serious fucking cameos in this movie. I mean, and not animated cameos. No? Not animated cameos. They dropped in some fucking bombs, dude. They dropped in one... <laughs> Again, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a post-credit scene in the MCU. I'm not going to even tell you what movie or anything, but there's a post-credit scene in the MCU okay. that got completely left unread, basically. 
if you want to use the, the modern kids lingo. Yeah. Got left on red. They never did anything. They never followed up with it at all. It just completely got swept under the rug. And it got, like, spotlight in this movie as a cameo. And as soon as it happened, I instantly, like, I don't usually get too verbal. And then it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're talking about that? Yeah. Stephanie looked over at me and I was like, oh, sorry. I, was like, I just didn't see that one coming at all. I was like, <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm curious. Yeah, you'll be. And I, they actually showed the same character like a second time. Both times were pretty quick. It was say like five seconds and then like three seconds kind of a thing. But I was just like, oh shit! And they showed me. I was like, oh fuck! They showed him again. It was. All right. It was a wild one. It was fucking awesome. Like I said, it, if you're a big MCU fan, you might be able to put it together. If you haven't seen the movie, but there's okay. one MCU scene that, like I said, go. Yeah, I don't know. Completely left on red. I don't know which one that would be. So. I'll have to watch and find out. Yep. I'll give you a hint. He's a rapper and a Don't give me a hint. That's all I'm going to give you for a hint. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Have you, have you, like, you've seen pretty much everything, all the MCU movies, right? For the most part, not uh, Edward Norton Hulk. Okay. That one's kind of bad anyway. And then I missed uh, those shows we were just talking about. Right, right, right. Um, I was going to say, he's definitely seen that movie. I mean, yeah. it ties into the other part of it. Oh my god! I know I'm I'm failing my MCU test right now. I should be answering this properly. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, no, like I said, Los not highest praise as he gave from Mario Brothers or Into the Spider Verse, but still pretty high praise. I, feel I, like I, I love now. I love how much you loved Mario. Give it a seven nine or an eight. Like I said, Mario Brothers is just, in my opinion, better than. Across the Spider-Man. Okay, so that's actually... A, I, I like that. So you like Mario Brothers better than Across the Spider-Man. 100%. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You know they made that for kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember the Suicide Star we were talking about? That guy was wild. That's, uh, that's interesting, though. Also. I, 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 that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a take. That's a take. I think there's definitely some people that will agree with you out there. I don't think it's crazy. I definitely... I don't think it's crazy. A lot of people are saying that they like Across the Spider-Verse more than Into the Spider-Verse. I do think that's a bit of a wild take. No, it's I, just wrong. It's not, yeah. it's, not even a, it's not even a take. It's just a, it's just a wrong take. I kind of agree. I think that's just a wild. I think it's a little bit of a wild take. I think that everything about, like I said, I think everything about the first one is just slightly better. Like pretty much everything. I would actually, the only thing I would say, I think the animation was a little bit better in the second one, but we agree to disagree on that. After the animation, I mean, was wasn't like, the first one made like five years ago at this yeah, point? So yeah, it's been a little time. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But like I said, this it one should did, be better. This one, you have like so many, especially the scenes where you have so many Spider-Men on top of each other, and they're not all the same style. So it's like that is like an impressive feat. You know what I'm saying? To, right. It's already clashy in itself. Exactly. Never mind how you do it. Yeah. Exactly. You're literally like, you know, copying, not copying and pasting, but you're shifting all of these things onto one page together where they, you know what I mean, normally shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So I thought they I thought they did a good, like a, a good job of that. And like I said, they introduced some good characters. I was very excited for Afro Spider Girl. I thought she was going to be a badass with her motorcycle. I was a little underwhelmed by her. She didn't quite get that mm-hmm. much screen time. Unfortunately, kind of underwhelmed. I really thought. I mean, the couple moments she did have, she was pretty cool. When she shot, she sits out five fucking webs at one time from her hand. I was like, that's pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. Plus, she's got like she reminds me of like Beyonce and fucking Austin Powers. I'm Foxy Cleopatra. And I'm a whole <laughs> lot of women. Yeah. But like Spider Man, I, I was I don't know. I was big on her, but she was a little underwhelming. Uh, but I'm no, like I said, really love Yeah, I love I fucking Austin Powers all the yeah. time. Oh my god, I yeah. love Austin Powers. Uh, but yeah, I <laughs> said eight point nine, seven point nine, eight for Los. 
definitely go check it out. I would go check it out on the big screen too. It's a good movie to see on the big screen. Uh, I think I might go check it out again before it leaves. I think I might go check it out in IMAX one day. Maybe like a Wednesday that I'm off. I think I might go try and check it out. Uh, With some good audio. Yeah, hopefully. Like I said, I think that they were said that they were able to clean that up. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully that should be a one day thing. Isn't just like a new audio file they have to send people. It's I not would even imagine. It's not even like a physical right. Thing. It's not like the film, right, yeah. right, right. It should be something that they should be able to fix fairly easily. I did see actually one of the guys though from across the Spider Verse did a very Game of Thrones thing with the Battle of Winterfell, and he was just like, "You should go up to your like theater's fucking ticket booth and be like, do you guys have the sound set, the the right setting or whatever the fuck.'" <laughs> it's just like, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. You're going to tell us that we have to adjust our TV brightness to see this fucking battle and we have to adjust our fucking theater sound yeah. to hear this movie? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. And they aren't going to listen to you if you demand a certain setting on your fucking projector anyway. Yeah, no shit. Say, okay, yeah, sure. And they're going to right. fuck off. Most of the time you go to a movie theater, it's like yeah. high school kids working there. If you spend $14, you don't get to decide the settings on the <laughs> projector, dude. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, I would definitely, like I said, both two animation movies, both bangers, I would say definitely go check them out. Go check out Into the Spider-Verse if you haven't for any reason, because it's fucking amazing. Me and Los, yes. masterpiece, work of art. It's unreal. Luke loved it, too. Full endorse. Go check it out. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps it up for us here tonight, yeah? Can I, I do an, so. uh, an off-the-cuff recommendation? Yeah, cool. All right, so... Season three of I Think You Should Leave just dropped on Netflix last week. I've heard a lot of good things about this show. I've told a few of my friends to watch this show, and I'm just going to start off by saying that this show is definitely not for everybody. Like you, like you, I don't think I've heard of a single female even think that this show is even <laughs> remotely funny. But I've talked to some friends of mine. Some people have watched it. And if, if the humor resonates with you, it is absolutely a hilarious show. The main uh, actor, writer, producer of the show is named Tim Robinson. He used to be a writer for SNL, but he ended up leaving because they didn't like where he was going with his comedy, and he thought that is they it were... like a dark thing? Um, some of it is. It's definitely it's definitely all over the place. Like okay. he's got some dark stuff, but it's just wild. Like so, the reason why he left SNL was they were trying to like restrict basically what he was writing, and he wanted to have more freedom. So he right. left, and Netflix picked him up. And so this is like I said, this is season three that just dropped. There's two other seasons on. Netflix as well, um, three in total. But the first two seasons, and, and that's the thing too with the show. Like some of the, some of the. So, just to give you some background on the show. Every episode is like fifteen minutes long, and it consists of like five or six like two minute skits. They're super short, like, and they're just crazy. But it's just wild, stupid comedy. If you like like Adam Sandler back in the day, where he's just fucking yelling all the time and like just being <laughs> ridiculous over the top, then you'll probably like this humor. If, if you don't like that, then don't even give it a shot. But I personally love dumb comedy and just stupid comedy, and I find it hilarious. And not every skit hits. Like Some of the skits are a little bit slow, but some of them are just absolutely hysterical. And you've probably seen a meme of him online, not even realizing what it's from, but it's just because they've they've memed him to death. Like All of his his skits, there's a million memes for it on Twitter because there's a huge following behind the show, but it's just just so over-the-top and ridiculous. The show's called I Think You Should Leave. It's on Netflix. Season 3 just dropped. I just give it as a recommendation. If you like stupid, dumb comedy humor, like just give it a shot. And if you smoke weed too, <laughs> oh god, you gotta smoke. You gotta smoke a fat joint or a bowl right before you watch the show, and you'll be cracking up. So. <laughs> that's my that's my recommendation for you. No, I've heard a few good things about that, and like you kind of said about 
some episodes are hit and miss. I feel like that's the case with any. I mean, Saturday Night Live skits are a perfect example. Like there are some that yeah. you will fucking piss your pants laughing so on, and there are other ones where you're just like, "This is supposed to be funny," you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. exa- that's exactly the concept of the show. So you watch some. I'd say like 25 percent of the skits you watch it, and you go, "Eh, kind of." I didn't really do it for me, but 75 percent of them that I watch, I'm, I'm literally belly laughing like watching <laughs> that's them. Pretty watching good percentage. Show. That's a pretty good percentage. I was I used to be a fucking massive. Uh, whose line is it anyway fan oh yeah I've seen a million and I would say that show hit at like pretty close to 75% that fucking show I love that show yeah I like all those guys Colin and Ryan and yeah, he fucking so he was uh, he was on fucking Two and a Half Men a lot which I've always said is like my favorite fucking stupid sitcom. I almost love that one too. Fucking, you've seen every episode. Oh, I've seen every episode. Yeah. Of that show like two and a half men is times. the greatest show. Man, it's, it's fucking fantastic. I men, fucking men, 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 men. Yeah, no, good. I'll, I'll probably have to check that out myself, Lowe's. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a peek. Yeah, you'll probably watch it, and Steph will probably ask you to turn it off in about <laughs> five minutes. But you know, just watch it by yourself sometime when you're real stoned and feeling stupid, and throw it on. <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of the time I literally was like, "Yo, Steph," I was like, we, "I don't even remember." We came up, we was like talking about Malibu's Wanted. She's like, "I've never seen that." So you never seen Malibu's Most Wanted? Mm-hmm. And like later that week, I put it on for her, and I'm I've seen this movie like a billion times. Like I know every line in the movie, and I'm still sitting there belly laughing, and she's just sitting. There. <laughs> it's not this not, not, not about it at all I'm like you don't you don't appreciate comedy <laughs> yeah you're not funny yeah, you, don't, humor. you don't appreciate it dude that fucking movie is so goddamn funny this ain't no Pringles bitch oh no this ain't no Pickles bitch I'm owned on the inside like one <laughs> that movie's fucking amazing uh, yeah no I'll so, check out so that's your recommendation of the week oh yeah yeah if you haven't seen Malibu's most wanted Malibu's most wanted hey Bill Gluckman's down with the big nose <laughs> dude later on in the movie when he's like oh yeah Gluckman he's down with the bitches and nose <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm a vote for him I'm a vote for him oh man I fucking love that movie oh shit uh, but yeah so check out I think you should leave Check out the idol because, like I said, it's not going to be good, but we're going to be talking about it on the show. So just to be up to date, we're going to watch how much of a train wreck it is. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to go check out the Flash before our next episode. I might even go check out Transformers too. I'm not going to lie; those are both coming out in the next two weeks. But the summer's Promising. here. Yeah, the summer's here. Movies are busting out. I mean, whether you like all these franchises or not, you got Indiana Jones, you got Mission Impossible. I mean, we got the Bobby Oppenheimer double feature coming, which mm. I cannot be more excited for. Can't we just spend five hours in the theater that day? It's going to be sick. Wow. But the summer's loaded. The summer's loaded. But Secret Invasion's coming. Be on the lookout for that. That's June 21st, I want to say. So we're definitely going to be reviewing that. So there's a lot to dive into and keep yeah. up with. And keep tuning in to Cinema Lords because we're going to have a lot to talk about. Goddamn right. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for us here this evening. As always, please remember, share, subscribe, like, comment, tell your mom, tell your mom's friends, tell your dad, <laughs> tell your dad's friends. Tell your grandma, tell your grandma's friends, tell everybody. <laughs> they like movies, they like TV. Come here, check out the Cinema Lords, smash that subscribe button, smash that share button. Smash, smash, smash. And uh, as always, yeah, thank you to Los on the ones and twos. Thanks for being here, baby. Couldn't have done the show without you. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> to our co host this evening, Mr. Luke Kleinen. Lukey, baby, thank you for having me here, as always. Of course. Thanks for having me, dog. Of course, man. It's good times, good times. Guys. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. And uh, hopefully the next time you guys talk to me, I'll be a Champions League trophy holder. Mm. And uh, God bless Manchester United. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cut that.
Cut that right now. Manchester City. Oh, oh my god, I want to die. Oh, oh the first god. ever edit. Oh my god. First oh ever oh, edit. Oh, oh, oh my no. god. Oh my hey, god. Hey, it's been real, y'all. We're out of here. We're See you later. Good night. Burn it. Burn it.